goes away after 20 Then it goes seconds. away. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm tired. Tired? Yeah. Yeah, you said you haven't slept in two weeks. Yeah, it's what fucking do, awful. What do you do like when you're not sleeping? Uh, right now, I play PGA 2K21. I saw you up at like 11.30 last night playing that, and then I referenced the, the text you sent earlier. Like, you're playing it. I love it. That's how you know I'm depressed. <laughs> Why are you depressed? No, I'm just using that as a figure oh, of speech. Oh, okay. Like, I'm not really depressed, but I would definitely wouldn't mind killing Do you want yourself. a reason to be depressed? What? Do you want a reason to be depressed? I really don't need one, okay. I'm sure. I'll, I'll tell you one later. Oh, cool. I actually don't have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Josh, how are you? I'm good. Everything's good? Everyone's doing well? I'm just very tired. Yeah. Um... I'm I'm in a good mood. I had a, I went down to uh, the landlord and I went down to Asbury Park today. Asbert. Asbert Park. That's one of the, great, I can't one of the greatest things. Asbert Park. Because you know, I read it and I didn't think to myself. I'm like, he's definitely not in Asbury. I'm like, maybe Asbert's a real place. <laughs> no, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. No, I, was, I didn't need to. And I realized my phone. I've been saying Bert so much that I was trying to text <laughs> someone. I was trying to say hurt and it capitalizes Bert. Did Bert, it put it in all? Bert. Did it put it in all caps? No, just the B is capitalized, so, so it's a, a proper noun. Now that I've been saying LOL in all caps. Most of the time, it's it just it capitalized. It just immediately does. I had, um, and I had to text Amelia after. It's really not that funny. It's one of those where it's like you, <laughs> you say were texting Amelia. Text. No. Oh, I thought you were just saying uh, like today you were texting her. No, it's, I didn't say that at all. Oh, I thought you said Amelia. No. Oh, I, I, I heard Amelia. It's one of those things where you misheard. Oh, I'm sorry. That would have been weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I, well, okay. I, for a while, I had um, someone in our phone. Um, I had Gannon saved in my phone as Amanda shit fuck. And <laughs> shit and fuck were in all caps. So every time I texted shit or fuck, it was capitalized. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was really good, except people thought I was yelling. Like, my phone was stuck in caps for two months. <laughs> That's still one of the funniest fucking things. As much as I want to say let it go, I know exactly you're going to go, people don't forget. Yeah, people don't forget. That's funny, because I just watched Superbad recently. Yeah, we Talked about in the but group chat that's yesterday. right. But um, we went down to Asbury today. Um, I, I love Asbury Park. The, the highly underrated place it, to go. You know, the it's it's not a far drive. Hour and forty minutes. Well, uh, Josh is driving twenty minutes. Yeah, twenty minutes. It was actually funny on the way there. The landlord and I were just getting on forty six, and someone in a new Cadillac cut us off, and we're driving fast. And the landlord's like, "Does Josh drive fast?" I'm like, "He's a fucking asshole." <laughs> it's, it's the only way I could describe it. I'm like, I've never seen. Well, and Josh, as he said, "Let me check if that was me," because I have this app that tells me when I'm doing over the speed. And I said, you need an app that tells you when you're doing the speed limit. <laughs> uh, I just remember it like, because when, when me and Josh went to Asbury to go see uh, Mastodon and Coheed. Was that who it was? Mastodon yeah. and Coheed yeah, at the Coheed. summer stage? Yeah. Amazing show, by the way. Uh, you know, we're driving down the, I think we, you took the turnpike, which was weird. Yeah. I'm like, I've never gone this way. So yeah. I'm like, we're flying and I'm not even paying attention. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, we're moving. And then he like, he does like his skirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does the jersey sweep. And I look at his speedometer. It's like 102. Like, yeah. Oh, word. Naturally, naturally. If he Jesus. was doing that in a Jeep, he would roll it so many fucking times. Yeah. Get the roll cage. Mm-hmm. But Asbury, when you think about Asbury, like 10 years ago, it was a fucking dump. And then the, the gays came in and took it over. No, it's yeah. like it's a huge gay community well, there, and it's so fucking clean now. So 2012 was the last bamboozle, and they had that there. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad because yeah. it, was, it was like the first two blocks by the Stone Pony and the convention Yeah, it, that was around the time the, the gays swept in. Sure. And, and no, it, like if you drive no, to Asbury, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. I, I, I listen. That it's a, it's a, anyone that hates gay people. You want them to clean up your neighborhood. They're the fucking best. Or they're, the funniest. Yeah, they're funny, and um, they may, they have a they. We got one of those um, pliables, pliables, pliables. Oh, nice. pliables I got I got one of those pliables today. Nice. So, little expensive, but it's nice. It was the one that landlord got was like 11 bucks. It wasn't that bad, and I never had until today Nutella. I never had it. Oh, until you got today. a Nutella bowl? Yeah, Nutella had strawberry, yeah. um, uh, banana. 
the Nutella bowl with the peanut butter drizzle, extra Nutella. Okay, uh, of course. Extra guac, dude. Yeah, extra uh, half, oh, guac. In half there? strawberry, extra banana, and pineapple. Dude, the one I had you, was you fucking were, banging. You had me until the banana part. I like banana, but with that mix that you just said, it doesn't sound... Uh, yeah, strawberry and banana. peanut butter. With the peanut butter. Oh, yeah, peanut butter and banana. I missed the peanut butter. Yeah, okay. the peanut butter is worth it. Is, I, is it real peanut butter? Because it might yeah. kill me. No, it's... Yeah, uh, it yeah, might yeah, kill... Yeah, yeah. so get one. But yeah, we had that going on. I have potential new job opportunity presenting itself, which is really exciting. We'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Um. So I mean, like, 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 okay. If you put odds on it, are you like two to one for sure? Um, yeah, I would say two to one. Is okay, like, I, I mean, the fact that they're bringing me in to like do this specifically, and they had me talk with the CEO's fucking sister, who's the COO of the company, right. um, yesterday, and they like remembered me from interviewing with them last year. They didn't have to call any of my references because they did that all last year. By the way, Ariel's a great reference for me. Yeah. <laughs> she she was one of my references, and they were like, I was one of the best references we got for someone before. I was yeah, like, yes, he's really a great guy. He just sent me. <laughs> Pimple popping videos. Yeah. Do you remember really what shit? For when she was leaving for her honeymoon or leaving to get married for a gift? I collected like two dollars in like pennies, dimes, and nickels, I and I taped them all. I do and she this. she always wanted my change. She spent an hour of her shift <laughs> unwrapping all the <laughs> tape to get the coins. I did. Ariel wrote me up one time, and it was completely. It wasn't like the Steli sold me out. It was. <laughs> it was uh, well, I mean, I really did it to myself. Yeah, sure. You set yourself. But. Uh, you know, I worked in the gaming department, and there were three people that you know. Well, two people, two people that were dumb as a box of rocks. One, one of was, them literally is a box of rocks, and the other one was pretty damn cool. So I said, "Listen, you got to put these like this cart of games away. It needs to go away." Yeah, because I'm in meetings. Bucket of Bibles. Yeah, right. <laughs> a desk of cheeses. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I, I was in a meeting, and I was talking to Gary or Greg about something enough that didn't make any sense. Irrelevant. And I come back, and the games aren't put away, and it's of like course. five minutes to closing. He's and I'm playing like, the demo. And I go, and I go, you know what, dude, fuck this. And I just put it in the answer center and I close oh, the door. Oh, no. And I, listen, and it wasn't like, uh, I wasn't stealing. I was, yeah, of course. Like, I'll do it tomorrow morning. I'm open. You left it in a spot where it could easily get stolen, I guess, was the problem. No, you closed the door. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So what's so, the big so you, just no didn't, you just didn't do your job. They but didn't they their didn't job. do their job, but you were looked at as a person that should have done it. So Ariel brings me in the uh, brings me in the SDR, and she goes, she pulls up the she pulls up the the footage. Of her, oh right? my god! She goes, I know I told you to tell to do it, and it's like I literally watch it. Like he does it, and he leaves it, and he leaves, and he sees. <laughs> she, I see you come in, you look Oscar at it. Power shoes. Yeah, you look. <laughs> go fix the carpet. Yeah. Uh, you you walk in, you look at the toe, and you just go, oh fuck, and you go <laughs> and you just put it in the thing. So like I I have to write you up, but here's a. Cupcake. Yeah, she said so she was nice about it. She was great. See, it, she was it wasn't that it could have gotten stolen. Like when Troy and I were working his second week at Best Buy, and someone that, stole three of the three G iPads from the top stock. Yeah, that was and they like, used the paper. Yeah, he set it up like there was no way Troy and I could have done anything better. We're the only no. people covering the department, and uh, you were anyway. busy that day. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, guys, this is episode one sixteen of You Watch I Listen. Um, this week I'm going to be reviewing At the Gates, The Slaughter of the Soul, and I'm reviewing the documentary on Apple TV Plus called Boy State. All right, we'll see you guys in just a second. The You Watch, I Listen podcast starts now. had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. oh take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, suck it, man. 
A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. What did he do wrong? It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast. And always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. I, I hear the metronome, so I know we're back. All right, guys, we're back on episode 116. You watch, I listen. So we'll start out our normal thing. Taylor, how was your week? I'm tired. Tired? Nothing eventful this week? No, I just played hooky yesterday. That was about it. What'd you do this past weekend? Uh Oh, yeah, this past weekend, I did a whole lot of nothing. Uh, I, I sat say- around. I cleaned my apartment. That was about it. I did chores, and then Sunday was kind of like a shit day. And then uh, Bob came over because Nick had a female over. Oh, my God. So, like... That's shocking. I, I can't believe it either. Yeah. So, uh, so Bob was like, as he was leaving the house, he goes, all right, I'm going to go die by Micah's. And he's like, and Nick's like, wait, 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 can I come too? I'm going to get rid of this broad. What? He never did. He never did. How great would it be? Not necessarily great, but Nick starts seeing this girl after like a month. Easy. He's like, Bob, uh, she's moving in. Get out. <laughs> That would be. Uh, I, I would. I would pay money. That. What, what do you put the odds on that to happen to Bob of all people? Uh, five, five, five to one. Uh, I would go five to two. Because five to two. It's pretty okay. decent luck. That's fair. Bob is pretty decent luck. Yeah, that's fair. Yes, that's that's actually a good point. Bob, I feel like shit breaks even for him generally. He's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not good. But, it, but, it's not but bad. bad things don't happen to him as much. As often as, like, say, me. Yeah, Qua, Quaz has some bad shit happen to him usually. Justin, you know, long haul. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Long haul. Justin's in it for the long haul. Uh, yeah. This was a bad thing that happened to us this week. The Quesarito's gone. Yeah, what the fuck? Dude, it's funny because it's still on their website menu. Yeah. So certain places might... Dude, Taco Bell's dead to me. Dead to you, yeah. Get us a fucking jack-in-the-box over here, please. Josh, how I mean, was your I'm week? Pretty good. Anything exciting? Do uh, anything special? Not really. That's it. All right. So uh, All right. he went to Home Depot. It was a solid week. I went to Home Depot. That was about it. I watched some stuff on TV. And we'll talk about go. that in a bit. Sure. Yeah. I like TV. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to buy a new I TV. like hand jobs. I'm looking to buy I just figured TV. something out. What? This, this sucks. sucks. This sucks. I'm looking to buy a new TV. Yeah. I want to get like a 65. 65? Yeah. What are you going to do with the other one? Uh, uh, it's going to go in my room. You okay. Put it in your butt. Yeah, dude. It wouldn't fit. It would just fall <laughs> out. Whose butt? Your. That's funny yeah <laughs> um, shut up everything this week was fine uh yeah, i, 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 I think i think we all consi- like consistently had boring weeks yeah i'm trying to think um just a, like, it was running the mill dude like, i don't think oh i had a, a fucking horrific migraine on friday so i didn't do anything i wonder why i didn't hear from you all day yeah no saturday i had the bad migraine friday i was fine um and uh yeah i just uh pretty much hung out and uh played uh ufc I'm playing a lot of ea ufc oh, yeah, we'll talk about that, that i'm yeah, sure um, but other than that, everything is. Um, I feel like things are coming up uh, spades right now. I felt like I was for you a, for sure. Yeah, it was a little bit of a rut. Um, you know, I hate. I've been doing like freelance work, but I hate not working. I hate it like. Sucks. It's like even though we like saying I don't do anything work, I'm constantly like fucking multitasking when I was at work. Yeah. And that's where I thrive is when I have like ninety things going on, yeah. and I hate not doing that. Like as much as I, I would love to sit around and watch movies all day, and if I ever lose a career, we'll give you ninety thousand dollars a year to watch movies and play video games and Word. jerk off three times a day. I'm like, I'm a fucking three pro, dude. Rookie numbers, dude. Well, I'm talking three on a weekday, weekend. So it's, like it's like eight. It's like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, you wake up, you fap, you eat lunch, you fap, you go to... Uh, actually, you know what? Four times a day because you eat dinner, you fap. You and need then, a snack. Then before you go to bed, uh, you fap. 
Yeah, fact. You, you fuck fap. I'll, I'll fuck and then I'll jerk off. Yeah, no, you need to jerk off. <laughs> and then eventually my dick just shoots out like the bang, like <laughs> the little fucking flag. It starts coughing. Yeah, but all right. Why don't we get into our reviews from last week? Um, since Josh listened to the album as well, uh, we should probably talk about that. And plus, all three of us are going to talk about the movie too. Okay. Um, since Josh and I watched it last week, so Taylor, you gave us a um, hardcore band um, that can be considered pioneers of the genre. Yes. At the Gate, Slaughter of the Soul. This album came out in 1995. Um, we had an agreement that if I gave it less than a three, I get to give you a Muay Thai kick at 30%. 30%. This was off air after we had... Yeah, there was an agreement where Taylor said he'll be shocked if I don't like it to the point that we shook on this, that if I give it less than a three, I get the Muay Thai leg kick him at 30%. All right, let me go first. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, so you Suspense is killing me. <laughs> so you specifically asked for me it's not to the only thing to this because you. you feel like Shut these up. guys are pioneers of the genre. Yes. Uh, a lot of bands that we like uh, take a lot of inspiration, and to me it's pretty obvious yeah. uh, from this band. Uh, so I'll go by Dan's uh, ranking scale. Criteria. And I'll, and I'll start from the beginning. Uh, so Blinded by Fear, I gave a four. Uh, Slaughter of the Soul, I gave a five. Uh, Cold, I gave a four. Under a Serpent Sun, I gave a five. Into the Dead Sky, I gave a five. Suicide Nation, I gave a five. World of Lies, I gave a four. Uh, unto Others, I gave it eight. Nausea, I gave eight. Wow. <laughs> That's just the eighth. Damn. That's how good it was, dude. <laughs> unto others, I four plus four. A, unto Others, I gave a four. Uh, nausea, I give a four. Need, I give a four. And the Flames of the End, I give a five. This was a fucking incredible album. Phenomenal. I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is 1995. Right, right. I'm That's like, what I'm saying, man. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, this type of music, you know, of, of heavier metals, death metal, stuff like that from the 90s, the only band I really think of is Meshuggah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Big facts. And I was just, I was kind of floored by this. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, definitely where bands like As I Lay Dying get their inspiration Dude, from. Tell me not the first song is 100% The Darkest Nights at least. Yeah. It's 1,000% percent. I'll say that my favorite song on this album... Uh, was uh, Under a Serpent Sun. I fucking dug it, dude. Everything about it. Um, I was engaged the whole way through. I listened to it three or four times. Uh, it's definitely going to make it into my rotation. I'm going to listen to their al- other albums. Uh, this is a this is a cool find. Uh, and I'm really appreciative that you brought that you decided to tell me to listen to it because uh, I think this might be one of my new favorite bands. I'm dude, it's the last two weeks have been nothing but at the gates. Yeah. They, they are fucking phenomenal. And with this this last week specifically diving into their newer stuff, you think the old stuff is good? Yeah. Whoa, dude. They get like literally they get better with age. These guys are old as shit. If you see a picture of them, they got I did. beards I like Gandalf like, and shit. They are old. They I saw. Yeah, fucking yeah. Rip, dude. Yeah. They all look like the bases from Lamb of God. <laughs> this beard down to his dick and it's white. Like, All right. Fucking awesome. So I am gonna have to agree with Josh. Uh, <laughs> um, I loved it. It fucking ripped, dude. Um, and pretty much I was almost like line for line with Josh on here. I didn't give anything less than a four. Um, the best song on it is Under a Serpent Sun, I think. Um, that I gave that a five. Um, that was the most progressive song on there. Yeah. The pace changed throughout it. Um, musically, this is a fucking brilliant album. Like, they are so fucking tight. So and the way they change too. their tempo just yeah. slightly throughout songs. A Way ahead of its time. Way yep. ahead of its time. You could fucking transport that album to now, and it would be like, oh, this is some new hot shit. Yeah, yeah. Except it's fucking 25 years That's old. That's exactly how yeah. I felt listening to it. Like, when I was like, this is 1995, I'm like, because, dude, like, honestly, like, music like this did not fucking exist it in the did. 90s. It not did. to us, at least. We no. didn't know about it. And, and, that, and that's what makes it so, like, compelling to me. For sure. Like, like, I, like I, I first time I put it on, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, there's no fucking way this came out when I was dude, four years old. And there's I, no way. He said he listened to it three or four 
four times. I listened to like seven or eight. Actually, on the way up back, the landlord had to take a, uh, a work meeting on her phone. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to music. And I listened to it again. It was great because she don't want to hear this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sitting there. I'm like. <laughs> um, so my um, uh, track listing, Blinded by Fear was a four. Slaughter of the Soul was a five. Cold was a five. A fuck. I actually read up on Cold. Brilliant guitar solo in there. And it was a featured um, guy. I forgot who it was. And the guitarist for At The Gates has trouble replicating the guitar solo live because it's so fucking difficult. Yeah. Gave that a five. Under a Serpent Sun, a five. I didn't rate the instrumentals like Into the Dead Sky, but they're fucking great. Might as well give them a five. Suicide Nation, a four. World of Lies, a four. Unto Others was a five. I loved it. I love it. Like, towards the end, middle, kind of slows it down a little bit. Fucking brilliant. Nausea is a four. Needs a five. The Flames of the End, instrumental. Loved it. It's dark. It's brooding. I did all the um, the, the other tracks, too, because it's on, on Apple Music. It's the, uh, the special edition or whatever. Yeah, it's like the re-release from 20. Yeah, so Legions of Four. Um, the Dying's of Four. Captor of the Sin Slayer cover is fucking awesome. That's a four. And then there's four demos, our three demos. Unto Others was a four. Suicide Nations demo was a four. And the one I can't actually say the name of, uh, Bister uh, Verklight, I guess. Sure. It's a no security yeah, cover. Sure. Um, no security cover. I gave that a five. This album fucking rips from start to finish. Musically brilliant. His fucking voice is awesome. It's such a good fucking scream. I love this start to finish. This is getting a five out of five. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome, dude. It was really cool to hear. And like I said, again, you couldn't tell the difference from, like, even when you listen, I, like, I love Pantera, but you could tell it was made, you know, however long ago. It's yeah. still great. 91. This, this st- sounds like it's now. Yeah. Like, their production value and how tight they are, specifically in a genre where being tight as a band is one of the most important things to sound that good. It, it doesn't miss a fucking beat. It was fucking brilliant. If you're into this fucking kind of music and you have not heard At The Gates, you need to fucking get on it. I'm doing the same thing as Josh. I'm diving more into their fucking albums. Like I it's said, fucking awesome. Dude, I, I'm literally, I'm a week ahead of you guys when it comes yeah, to that. I'm only two weeks in. I just wanted to really like let this soak in because the first time I listened to it, I really liked it. I was like, okay, I'm digging this. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah. Then I listened to it again. I'm like, all right, yeah, it's yeah. Like and the third off, time, yeah. I'm like, let's fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was so fucking ready, dude. I'll fuck anything that yeah, moves. That's literally what I was like. I'll fucking <laughs> come on anything. Come on these walls. I'm dropping loads <laughs> yeah. all over this house. Uh, fucking five out of five at the gate, slaughter of the soul. Fucking brilliant word all right so you gave me boy state yes it's an apple tv documentary based on a week seminar for uh prospective uh, political activists and you know future politicians future politicians in uh, some actors case, musicians athletes michael jordan yeah. went there heinz ward went there so i, I understand listen and I, I understand that the three of us in the room are not all we are not small man no but i'll tell you what man just hearing some of these 17 year olds talk it's just like yo dude how what? great was that gay kid, the gay black kid. So, it, was it ever discussed that he was gay? No, and I actually appreciated that, that the, everyone there, especially because you could get the idea the majority of these kids were conservative. They well, didn't care. They, well, they talked about it in the beginning because yeah. the one kid, Stephen Garza, was like, you know, or even the kid, Renee, what's, that's the that's the kid's name, was like, you know, yeah, I'm very, very liberal, but, you know, there's a majority of people here that are conservative. Yeah. And I'm hearing some of these 16, 17-year-olds talk, and it makes me feel good because people need to be into that kind of stuff in order to push... Because people the, like us ain't push exactly push 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 the envelope forward. Yeah, the, the leaders of tomorrow. Forward. Yeah. So, I basically I, I wrote down I have about two and a half pages in there. Okay. So I just want to read what I wrote because these sure, are these sure. are initial thoughts. And Bob got mad at me because I kept having to pause it and have the right. Is he watching it with you? Yes. Did the, he like it? No, he fell asleep. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all right. So I wrote. 
immediately thrown off when they were told one party couldn't vote for the other party. I'm like, so you're already creating a divide. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. And, you know, so that pissed me off. But either this is for just the party chair or it's just in general. So they're talking about the, the general elections, like everyone running for, yeah. oh, I'm the chair, so I'm the speaker of the house, essentially, legislatures, governor. Mayor, so shit like that. It's essentially one big contest where they separate 1,100 kids into two separate parties of the nationalists and the federalists, which I'm like, that's kind of funny because like the federalists, you know, they were really Democrats back in the day. Yeah, correct. Or something like that. I can't really remember. Yeah. So... I write one. Uh, one kid asks another what his views are, and what and what he is met with is, "I will align with the party." This is the scariest fucking thing. That's I've heard literally so far. because you you literally find out about all these people and the current politicians that they're like, "Oh, uh, I'm a, I'm against uh, I'm against the Second Amendment, but they have guns and shit like that." Like, "Oh, I'm against abortion, but you know most of these guys have paid their escorts to get abortions." Big facts. Like, yeah. So like that that was awfully startling, and then that goes into uh, it it, it uh, profiles I believe four kids specifically. One is named uh, his last name is McDougal, and I think what I wrote for him was he. He looks and sounds like an old Civil War general, dude. He, uh, you know, who he thought. I thought, you yeah, know, what when I thought he was making his speech. He goes, you know, we're gonna. Do, I'm not. Am I here to measure my dick? Yeah, it's like, that's not really a speech. Uh, you, you know, know who I thought he was? He reminded me of a young George W. Bush because he, he was kind of a dunce, and I hated him at first. I did, too. and then I came along. I'm like, oh, this kid. And I liked how he when um they were they found that dirt on Stephen Garza yeah. about the uh the going to the, the, uh, the, the uh, March for Our Lives or the March for Our Lives March rally that was uh you know pro anti gun or whatever. And he was like, hey, listen, like I want to talk. To you about this, he didn't use it against him, but you saw people wanting to use it against wanting him. Wanting to, and yeah. I really, I eventually ended up liking that kid a lot. He yeah. was really cool. Yeah, also because he, like, he supported, you know, supported his candidate. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So I wrote the rest of the uh, interaction down. So the it, the interaction between just some random kid and this other kid that they profile, his name's Ben Feinstein. Yeah, um, he's the kid who had meningitis, lost both his legs, fucked up right arm. It's incredible yeah. how articulate this kid is. Uh, he he was like I, he was I, like the very, he was very <laughs> impressive. When I told the landlord I gave you this movie, she's like, I need you to do one thing for me. I don't ask you to do much on the show. She's like, don't make fun of his arm. And I'm like, all right, fine. But that shit grossed me out. And it's not his fault. It just made me think a scary movie too. So here's what's funny. Like, Grandma I, strong hand. Yeah, I didn't even think, I didn't even notice it until he even mentioned it. So I think that speaks volumes to his oh, character. His, his his demeanor and it, it he's, he's confident. inspiring. It, it's, it is inspiring when you see that this kid has unwavering confidence in himself despite his limitations. And he speaks very well and you could tell that he probably he has a speech impediment but you have to barely barely but you could tell he probably had to work his ass off to overcome that so and he had a very, he had one of the best takes and it was within the first 10 minutes of this film see you got me saying it now within the first 10 minutes of this film he's talking to his mother and he goes you know i don't i don't consider myself black or this or that or whatever and he goes you know i'm i'm, I'm an american we're all individuals yeah. but I, overall i'm an american and then i also wrote for that i go the only other person i could think of that said something similar to that was dot 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 oj simpson so uh, <laughs> i'm not black i'm oj <laughs> yeah so the rest of that we're all oj so the rest of the, yeah we are oj <laughs> yeah. the rest of that discussion goes but what do you stand for I will align with the party and what they feel is right. And he goes, so you're going with what the party comes up with, uh, comes up 
So you're going to wait until the party comes up with an opinion before forming your own. So yep. what So what do you stand for? The kid goes, freedom. And Ben looks at him dead ass and goes, that's awfully bold of you. Yeah, dude. I love that. He said that with fucking conviction, too. Like He yeah. didn't give a fuck. And then, uh, so that other kid, McDougal, uh, the, the kid that was kind of a douchebag in the, the beginning. The Bush was kid, yeah. talking about his dick. Yeah. Um, I even wrote, I go, this uh, this kid is already dressed like a fucking senator. Like when <laughs> yeah, he, when dude. He, when he had the blue with the sleeves rolled up or whatever. I go, uh, the kid Ben is cool. The most realistic take I've heard yet. Um, <laughs> I'm an American and an individual. Only other person I could think of that said that was O.J. Simpson. Uh, I And then, so they're now they're going through their debates and they're... they're Doing these stupid motions, trying to make shitty legislation, and the one kid goes, "I believe," and this is another scary thing. I believe our society is stronger when everybody is disciplined and dangerous. Our masculinity, our masculinity, shall not be infringed upon. What? Yep. What seventeen-year-old in their right mind talks like that? Seriously. One that has his daddy uh, breathing down his fucking neck. Right. That's what that is. So that scared the shit out of me. And then followed up by that was a kid who went, um, "Oh, what did he say?" Uh, the kid who went. Uh, Oh, he goes, uh, I really think that we should uh, outlaw all Prius drivers and send them to Oklahoma because no one likes Oklahoma. Uh, and I'm like, mm, this, kid, chills. This, well, kid, this kid sounds like University what? of Texas you, fan. You, you, it sucks, <laughs> and it sucks that your team just sucks. But like, You can tell you, that Oklahoma some of these great. kids were there just because they're probably you know wealthy, privileged. They're going to have a future in something else, but they weren't taking it seriously like the, the kids that are featured in it were. Yeah, and then I also said this white kid is a fucking dunce. That's the one who was just screaming in the microphone about like abortion. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just—he uh, was doing like a pro wrestling promo. He, what, he was cut. I, I was literally like, I said, I said to the landlord, I'm like, listen, Howard Dean learned the hard way that you can't cut a fucking wrestling promo. How funny is that? That that dude lost out on being pre being running for president because he said yeah. on stage. And, then, and I, now look and at Dave, us. And then Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So uh, I also wrote this kid, uh, Rene Otero, who's the the black kid, already has my vote for whatever he runs. Dude, for. when he went up there. And he ripped that speech apart. I was like, yo. It was awesome. This kid, like, you could tell he's going to be around forever. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I was, this looks like the worst frat party ever. Uh, <laughs> this kid wanted to replace all Prius drivers to Oklahoma. Must be a Texas fan. Your program sucks, dude. Uh, Robert McDougal. Uh, sounds like uh, an old Civil War general's name. And now the next one, only one that you mentioned, meningitis kid. Um, the big one that I I thought was you know the most level headed throughout, and I really liked his story was the Stephen Garza. Yeah. Um, so that he was, um, you know, he's uh, he's the son of immigrants. Uh, mostly, he said he even said for a time, you know, that they weren't uh, legal. They were, they were illegal immigrants. Um, and he was, you know, he, he really got into politics. He was doing the door to door. Yeah, stuff yeah, he, and all that good very stuff. proactive. Yeah, grassroots so, is what you would call it. Yeah. And when he's, you know, uh, they're all making their speeches to get the to win their primary, so to speak. And he makes probably one of the best speeches. I, I can't remember. What I was so afraid because you see that he doesn't speak super confidently. Mm -hmm. Me and the landlord were like, "Is he going to go up there and just fucking shit the bed?" Mm -hmm. And he goes up there and he fucking kills it. Killed it. See, you know what that is? And I, I hate to I hate to take steal this from Burt Kreischer, but yeah, that's called the Mickey. Mantle Yeah. That's where you go out, you party all night, get blown and fuck whores all day, and then you hit three home runs the very next Yeah, morning. dude. I was shocked when he went up there and fucking killed it. And um, he I, I, he was my favorite from start to finish, besides the Rene. Rene yeah. was great. So there was, uh, throughout this, you know, everyone's very level-headed. They're always debating and stuff like that. And they're, you know, now they're, they start running smear campaigns on the other, on the other... Uh, Instagram the other accounts being Instagram made. Accounts. Then someone made, like, a really racial well, thing about, towards uh, Rene. Because they, um, his own party wanted to impeach him impeach because him. he was trying to keep the platform in one place. He was yeah. doing what the speaker should it's, be it's doing. Supposed to do. 
And they're like, oh, we want to, um, they wanted to annex or whatever. Yes. They want to annex Texas from, I'm like, all right, guys. Oh, that was one of the headlines. It goes, Boys State uh, votes to secede from the union. Well, it, was, it was cool to see, like, <laughs> yeah. They, it's like it, was, it was cool to see, like, how they actually did, like, their, like, Congress hearings and shit like yeah. that. And then, like, they're all sitting in the chairs or whatever. Some are sleeping. Some are sleeping. It was like class. And then one kid comes up and he goes, uh, I move for, uh, to write a bill that, you know, the letter, the letter W is just too hard to pronounce. <laughs> du- no, we have to pronounce it W. 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 I know. I'm like, this is so fucking Texas. Hard, it's these hardcore Texas kids. But um, I will say I was very impressed with every single person there. I do kind of wish because, you know, it's a weak seminar and it leads up to the, the election of the governor of the entire government of Boy State. And the kid who wins is this kid, Eddie, who you really don't hear from a majority. Of yeah, the he comes in like kind of like in the last, th- the thir- last, the last third 30 of it. minutes. Yeah, yeah. And you could see the the kid with meningitis whose name I'm forgetting. Ben. Um, ben. He is he's he's a great politician. He Dude. knew how to rally it. And then, so, two things happened. One, I guess, I forget what happened exactly, but someone from the Nationalist Party made a speech trying to d- disparage Stephen Garza, who, yeah, was, yeah. who was the, the candidate. Yeah, correct. And uh, Ben gets in front of the entire, you know, the entire government, I guess you could say, and he immediately just calls him out. He goes, this is unacceptable. He tried to shut down my candidate's uh, speech. Oh, well, no, I remember that now. They were having um, their debates and the, or, um, their open forum, and the kid... Uh, Ben's candidate, he was like, um, rather than continue what I want to say, I want to take questions from you. And Renee did the right thing you would do as a chairman in that board, especially if it's your, you know, your house that you're doing it on, and says, no, that's not the agreed platform. This is supposed to be your policies, what you're going to do, and he shut it down. And then Ben went ballistic about Ripped it. Ripped him apart. And that's when they, they were like kind of cordial to each other and friendly. So, and then after that, it was like, you could see Renee's like, this motherfucker. So that's the only time throughout this entire thing where you see that there's little, that, like, there's really not a lot of emotion from the main people that are profiled throughout this because they're very calm, cool, collective. They're campaigning. Yeah, they're yeah. doing all this stuff. They're being politicians. Very level-headed, yeah. And then this is the only time where, because Renee gets in Ben's face and is like, I didn't say that. Like, the only time he ever showed any type of weakness, in my opinion, in that political sense, yeah. that's really, emotion is real weakness kind sure, of in sure. that aspect. Um, but even still, it was a very cordial conversation. Yeah. And he goes, I want you to apologize right now. And Ben looks at him flat ass is like, yeah, no, I'm no, not doing I'm not, that. I'm not doing that, which is the right thing to do if you're a politician. And, and then they're doing talking heads, right? Yeah. So, so they have the election. Steven Garza ultimately loses. Like, Friday Night Lights. I was so sad for they, him. They fucking lose. Permian loses. Steven loses. Loses. It's everybody, Rocky. Everybody, it's like Rocky. Yeah. Everybody fucked, but he wins in round two. Yeah. Everybody loses, and then they do. They're, so they're doing talking heads to a lot of these people, and uh, they have Renee at the end when. Uh, oh, you the know, lot, when, I know what you're gonna say. When they lose the election, and Renee looks at him and goes, "You know what? I can't really get mad at Ben. You know, he's a good politician. It's not really a compliment, though." Dude, I love that. And line. I was like, "Wow." Dude. This kid fucking knows he he's got it, man. and yo that was to me like that was the great the, the, ending the movie more or less there, and then you see where everyone is, and you see how well some of them are doing. Like you see Stephen Garza speaking at Democratic committees, and you see Renee speaking at these things before these big fucking crowds. Dude, Stephen st- spoke at the fucking DNC. Yeah, dude, man. it's it's so impressive. Uh, no matter what your political allegiance is, I think this is such an important movie to watch. Uh-huh. Because we only see it from a certain perspective. This is giving it to you from like an insider's view of how these kids are being. In- it's very cultish. Is one of the things you it said is. too. It's very like early on. I'm like, this is fucking they're, weird. They're kind of like indoctrinating. They're doing kids. yes chants. Yeah. Shit. Well, so okay. So I had. Uh, I usually watch with subtitles. on. Yeah, sure. And the the subtitles get stuff wrong. A good oh, I know. Of time. So they're doing the yes chant. Was it C? C? And, no, but, <laughs> no. But they're saying feds. It says feds. <laughs> feds. Feds. And I'm like, no. They're 
saying yes. Yeah, it's, it's, yes it's the yes chat. Fuck you. Uh, but uh, if I want to give an overall grading, it, it, it gets a 10. It, dude, it's, it's great. It was phenomenal. so fascinating, and it was really just well made. It was so entertaining from start to finish. It did feel a little long, but like... Towards the end, I agree with but, that. But at the same time, like every single little thing was important to the story yeah. that we're trying to convey. For sure. So I understand why it ran a little long, an hour 45, but... Um, at the end, it kind of dragged, but you, I, I, I appreciated the people that they profiled throughout, yeah. throughout the documentary showed what they went on to do. Because usually sometimes shit like this happens and it goes, oh, well, I'm working at Burger King now. Yeah, exactly. Not, like, like These kids are going on the big things. Back to this McDougal kid. Again, the only reason why he's even remember, he's even memorable. It's not a word. Memorable. He had a baby face turn in the middle well, of it. <laughs> well, he did. So, again, they're doing talking heads and, you know, he's having his speech and he's talking. He goes, you know. Pro gun, I'm pro two A, blah blah blah. Then he goes to the talking head and he goes, "No, nah, like I'm pro choice." And he's yeah, pro- and he's campaigning pro life. Yeah. And it's like, oof, man, and it's kind of scary. But the other thing too, and he looks at it and he goes sincerely, he goes, "Listen, this is just something you have to do." I love how when he drove off, he's got that fucking stupid truck with the flames on it. Like, yo, that's, that's a fifty nine oh, Chevy. No, though, it's, bro. it's fucking great. But the paint uh, but job is ass. Would you expect him to have any other kind of fucking paint job? No. And I also had a lot of respect for him too when he when he's like, "Listen, I, I can go to any college I want. I'm only." Applying the West Point. Yeah, dude, I'm I appreciated like, that. A lot of respect. Yeah, a lot for of respect. That wants to do that, dude. I'm so happy you liked it. Yeah. I knew you would. Um, A24 delivers again. It's it's kind of crazy. Yep, it's fun. <laughs> They've only made three documentaries: Amy Winehouse, Brian De Palma, and this. Yeah, no, I got to see the Amy. Oh, dude, the Amy one is fucking. It's, I can't wait. It's really depressing, especially if you're of a course. fan of hers. I I jam her music regularly. I listen to that fucking album. On the reg, dude. I used to. It's a, again, you know, like, like when an ex likes something, now you hate it. <laughs> true, true. That's, That's fair. So That's fair. Know. I've actually been jamming. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this. The new Taylor Swift album's great. It's dude, fire. It's fucking great. That song with, um, I kept saying his name wrong. I, I, Lindler gets mad. I'm like, Bon Iver. It's Bon Iver. Bon Iver. I'm like, I like the song with Bon Iver. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, um, oh, what the fuck was it? I think it was, like, it wasn't. Bon Iver. <laughs> It wasn't too long ago. Someone on Twitter was like, you know, typing your name and whatever the first GIF pops up, that's how your years. Yeah, go. yeah. And mine was Taylor Swift. With I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, I wish I looked that. Pretty. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that's true. All right, cool. All right, so you're gonna give two albums this week. So let me give the movie first. Sure. Um, so I actually asked you about this last night, and I, Josh, I'm pretty sure you saw this movie. Um, it's really Taika Waititi's first movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it also features the guy that was in uh, Dinner for Schmucks that was trying to take Paul Rudd's girlfriend. He told me to watch it on Halloween, and I yeah. decided not. So um, it's a mockumentary. Called What We Do in the Shadows. Now we know how when we've asked Manfro what his favorite movies are, so he's Dude, Where's My Car? And uh, Biodome. Biodome. Where um, what we do in the shadows is legitimately one of his favorite movies. Like not a joke. Um, it is a funny fucking movie, especially it, you know. I think we're like very big fans of Taika Waititi. We yes. can say definitively. So the whole premise of this movie is a bunch of vampires live together. And it's about how they get along living in their flat. It plays on the tropes of vampire mythology. There's a Nosferatu living with them. That's awesome. Um, like he came out Kaluchi? when I, I, I rewatched it with the landlord last night, and she goes, Kaluchi. <laughs> and, um, so this movie, it, again, it's a mockumentary. It's a very simple concept. It's just about how they live their lives, how they go out into the regular world at night and try to go into the clubs. They're all like, one's, the youngest one's like 187 years old. The Nosferatu one is 8,000 years old. Awesome. Um, his character is like 357 years old years old. They bring in a new vampire. It is such a quirky, absurd movie. Like, Biscetti is fucking dumb. Um, it, like, uh, there's references to all the fucking famous vampire movies from Dracula 
to Twilight. Um, one of them just goes around as a vampire. Twilight! Like he's calling himself Twilight. <laughs> this movie, the first time I saw it, I laughed. Then I watched it again and I liked it even more. I love mockumentaries in general. I'm about to watch that Frankenstein's Monsters, Frankenstein's oh Monster. God, so, um, so I, I really think you're going to enjoy this. You got to go into it with the mindset that it's supposed to be kind of stupid. It's okay. supposed to be kind of dumb and embrace, I would say take some medicine beforehand like and embrace the silliness of it okay. because it is silly. But Taika Waititi is so fucking funny in this. Just the way he he says things. You watch his face in scenes, even when he's not featured in them in the right. background. He fucking kills me. I love this movie. So the pick this week is what we do in the shadows. Cool. All right. So I got two albums this week. Uh, let me do you first. Actually. Okay. Uh, so the album I'm gonna give you this week is from a, uh, arguably one of the greatest. One of the you know there is one A and one B of the greatest rock bands that ever lived. Okay. Number one is the Beatles. Okay. Number two is Led Zeppelin. Oh. Okay. You're getting Led Zeppelin. Okay. And the album is in through the outdoor. And it it's funny because I, I know this album well, but I'm excited to like actually. I think when like you listen to classic rock, it's a lot like, of times you don't listen to albums, you just listen to songs. Yeah. So yes. the last time I listened to this in full, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So it's my favorite album by Led Zeppelin, which is hard to say with the discography that Led Zeppelin has. You know, everyone will say Led Zeppelin one through four are fucking classics, and you're not wrong. Uh, Led Zeppelin four is bona fide one of the greatest albums ever written. You're also not wrong. Um, but I'm a physical graffiti guy. Yeah, but this album, for some reason, just sticks out in my mind because I, I'm I like being an outlier on certain things. You know, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Uh, so I had a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Go ahead. No, 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 it's fine. I don't need to. This is your moment. It's your moment. Yeah. Own it. <laughs> yeah. Before I lose it. Uh, so, no, I, I really, really enjoy this record. For Favorite song on it? Um, Fool in the Rain. Yeah, I, that's one of the fucking... Great wedding song to use. Fool in the Rain is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't like it because of the merengue part, and I understand, but fuck you. It's, it's great. great, dude. Yeah. Uh, and it's I also fucking like, great. I think Anyone I, doesn't like that can fucking suck my ass. And then I also like All of My Love is fucking great. All My Love is fucking great. Um, so, uh, yeah, my pick this week is Into the Outdoor Led Zeppelin. It is my favorite. I, ha I own it like four different... I'm super excited actually just listen to this start to finish again. It's been so long. And High school, maybe. And like I said, it is an outlier because when people talk Led Zeppelin, physical graffiti. Yeah, physical graffiti. Through, uh, yeah. You know, uh, one through four, shit like that. Um, I just, I really, really love Cool. I'm excited, man. So, Josh. Yes. I gave you At The Gates last week knowing you were going to love it and I'm going to do it again this week. It right. is, however, with a heavy heart. Um, the band I'm going to give you is uh, Power Trip. Okay. And the album is called Nightmare Logic. Uh, again, also metal. I'm not saying, you know, it's not like I didn't want to give you something else to listen to, but I just know you're not like Dan doesn't like metal, but you like metal more. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would second that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to listen. What, uh, what? Nightmare Logic. Nightmare Logic. I'm going to listen to it also. By Power Trip. Yeah. So you have the choice. You don't have to. It's no, entirely I want up to. to you. I want to. Um, I may so, not grade it, but I want to listen to it. Yeah. So, uh, I prefaced this saying it, you know, I'm giving it to you with a heavy heart because it was found out this morning that, uh, Riley Gale, the lead singer actually passed away this morning at the age of 34. Do they know what he passed away from? From. I, not that I've seen. I haven't seen any. Um, Thirty-four. Report. It's never. It's usually not anything good. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, listen, death. Death isn't good in general. It's. 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 It's, it's me. It's very. <laughs> it's very possible. It could be COVID. But again, no one's really released any information. And that know, makes me think it's like an overdose or suicide or something. I don't think so. Be 
because just because Riley never really had a track record of that, but that's yep. usually a telltale sign that there is something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, if it was COVID, it could also be a lightning strike. Right? <laughs> yeah, it could be a lightning strike. <laughs> Josh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I'm telling you, the, the, this album is phenomenal. When did it come um, out? It came out 2017. Okay, so, so it's the, recent. Yeah, so these guys have been around. The reason why I think Josh would like it is because he's such a big Metallica fan and because this isn't, this isn't hardcore music, this isn't punk rock music, this isn't metalcore music. It's thrash metal, okay. old school thrash yeah. metal. First two, first two Metallica records, thrash metal. Oh, it's okay. Fucking incredible. Okay. Well, that's I'm, my wheelhouse. Too. And it really bums me out that Riley is dead because, uh, like I said, these last year or so, I've really delved into more of the hardcore and the heavier stuff, and really trying to open my mind to you know heavier music. And because there's so many other bands, you know, I was a pop punk kid my entire life, sure. pretty much. Sure. And I liked you know the basic metal bands. You know, who doesn't love Pantera? Shaggy, Troy, there. Yeah. What? Well, okay. He said his name. No, whatever. I said it before about iPads getting stolen. Oh well. Yeah, true. Now whatever. Know. But it anyway, was like Slayer. So, so uh, ugh, how? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, again, the big one, Slipknot, Lamb of God, all this stuff. And then as I started delving deeper and deeper, I find Knocked Loose, Vane. I find all these hardcore bands, Bane. And then within the last couple months, I found out about Power Trip from my buddy Drew, and I'm like, oh, sick. And then COVID hits, shuts the whole world shuts down. And I'm like, fuck, okay. I'm power trips yeah, on the yeah. top of my list that I got to see when I, when shit goes back to normal. And then I this morning, you know. Now you can only see them on YouTube. Riley's fucking dead, and it bums me out. That but sucks, this man. album is phenomenal. And like I said, it's it's old school thrash metal, dude. It's fucking great. Nice. I like it. Cool. You know what I was just thinking about? We were talking about how Troy doesn't like Pantera, Slayer, but he's this big metalhead. I thought about in um, the first. He, he doesn't like uh, well, he, Metallica. He, he, uh, he also doesn't like Fight Club. <laughs> Remember I told you that? Yeah. I was thinking about the in the first season of The Sopranos when uh, Christopher's trying to help Adriana get that band going, that really terrible band, and the, the producer is like tells the, the lead singer who's a total douchebag, like, where's the chorus? Where's the hook? I love you. The Beatles. The fucking Beatles, man. They're so overrated. Like, no, you can't. You don't have to like the Beatles like you, but you can't necessarily call them overrated no. either. It's the fucking Beatles. And if you're a metalhead, how could you not at least say, like, I might not like Metallica, Pantera, and Slayer, but you gotta fucking say thank you. I, I, thank I, I you. I don't understand if you like metal even a little bit. How can you sit there and listen to Vulgar Display of Power and say eh, not it's, for me? It, not, like, it, how, like, how do you listen yeah, to Cowboys uh, from Hell? The opening riff and like, uh, eh. uh, I'm getting upset thinking about someone yeah. not liking that. Fucking Cemetery Gates, dude. Dude, like, yeah. It, Dude, it, f- fucking hostile it, is one of the greatest songs ever. It written. literally is making my stomach hurt right now that a metalhead would say Remember that. Remember, I yelled at him. I like, I think you and I screamed at him. That's before. when you should have thrown a I printer. I walked away from him. Like, yeah. you did <laughs> I, I, I remember. I, I picked it up. Him. It was the. Uh, it was the twenty-something anniversary of the Great Southern Trend Kill, and I right, pick right. it up and I'm like, yo, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, what? I was like, dude, this is one of the fucking premier albums in metal. Oh, Pantera, oh, they kind of suck. Uh, Word, yeah. Word, but why? Yo. Because you haven't gotten a fucking picture with them in a fucking concert yeah. at the show. Come our, on, our, put yo. it down, walk away. Yeah. Our, our, I never. I've seen Josh mad, like real mad, a handful of times, and that was one time. See, that's he was he, mad enough where he's like, "It's not even worth my time." It would have been more justified yeah. to throw a printer printer at Troy in that moment than it was to throw a job yeah, for you in, in the balls. The so yeah, but he, he, he hit you in the emotional dick. There are a couple <laughs> things that I I won't let a person do right. Like I the won't let dick. if you if you tell me that you're a fan of of, of heavy music, heavy metal. 
metal, thrash, uh, hardcore, any kind, any of that kind of metal. Unless you're getting into like the death metal and fucking doom metal and black metal and all that stuff, where In- it's not necessarily the same realm. Infinite Annihilator. Yeah, <laughs> Annihilator. I won't let you talk shit on Metallica. I won't let you talk shit on Pantera. I won't let you talk shit on Slayer, and I won't let you talk shit on Megadeth. Big facts. No, I'll no let shot. you talk shit on Anthrax because they've got some fucking duds. Yeah, I will they're, admit they're, it. Bonamassa is okay. You know, they're they're one of the big four, so like I got to stand by them. Yeah, yeah. But I also You're acknowledge a little more that, leeway with that yeah. one. But like, don't talk shit about Metallica, especially. Do don't not. talk shit about what? Dio. Yeah, fuck <laughs> which he did once, which he fucking did oh, once. Talk shit I'm about talking Total. about. I'm like, oh my god, the 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 Godfather of all the music we listen to is Ronnie James Dio. Oh, but Holy Diver wasn't good until Killswitch Engage did it, and I go, <sighs> Killswitch Engage did it because, because he died. Because Dio did it. Because he died. Because Dio is Dio, dude. You, listen, so he I'm died, upset. and they wanted to pay fucking tribute to him, so they covered it. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Dude, I just... And you know what's funny? He even said Kill Switch. I was on a hard Kill Switch fucking dive today, and I was listening to the new album, and I'm like, fuck, man. If they just if they do a double record with Howard on one side and Jesse on the other... Oh, my God. That, I'd be oh, so that'd be awesome. That'd, that'd be, be fucking great. That would so happy. And I, was, I had a tweet typed out, but I realized I misspelled a lot of things, and I was... <laughs> Doing a, I was doing a boiler job, and I, I rather I, I, than I, fixing the. T- you should have just sent it out. I was like, on the middle. Of, you should have sent it out. Be like, I'll a, fix this later. I was putting in a fucking boiler, and I can't. And for some reason, don't make fun of me, even though you will. I can't figure out the drafts part of it. Fuck you. I honestly, I never use the drafts part. If I start typing something, I can't get to it. Then I just delete it, and I'll yeah. do so, it later. So that's what I did. So yeah. I, I was all fucked up. I'm putting in a boiler, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what makes Kill Switch great? Because they, not, they haven't had just not one great lead singer. They've had two. Yeah. They brought the original guy back, and usually they could have easily. He said, nah, fuck Howard. He left. He said he had diabetes. Then he made his own band and fuck him. No, they brought him back and him and Jesse are boys. And then you write a record and then he comes out on stage. You do End of Heartache. The two yeah, biggest dude. records Hell you yeah. had in your entire career. What what's not to love? I just got goosebumps because I love Kill yeah, Switch that fucking, much. And then COVID happened three weeks before we were we supposed, were to, supposed go to see to that. We were supposed to go, man. Fuck. They were going to do the Signal yeah. Fire Live. We were going to see Howard do End of Heartache. Yeah. I haven't seen it in like 15 fucking I years, know. man. Fucking. Oh, my God. Literally, our show was like two weeks are after you, everything. Are you more mad about that or my chem? I'm more mad about Kill Switch. I because you know why I've learned to live without my chem for yeah. so long. So fair, it was okay. Fair. But like, and then so funny you say our uh, M, uh, uh, MCR. Uh, what did you say? My chem. You said Mike. Oh, I said yeah. MCR. Yeah. Same thing. Um, they are the same thing. I watched. <laughs> I, I someone recorded their whole show at the Shrine. Okay. And I and I watched the sh- and I watched the entire show. It wasn't even hits, dude. It was deep dives. Okay. We're talking about a lot of like, you know, I brought you my bullets. I brought uh, you they brought pl- me your play, love. Did they play Drowning Lessons? Yes, they did. Oh, see, that's what I'm into. They played that's Drowning Lessons. But then, like, they ended the set big. They ended with, like, Teenagers, of course. Famous Last Words. But, one, like, their first song back in, like, over 10 years, and they open up with I'm Not Okay, place went nuts. Yep. Yeah, of course they like, would. Hell yeah. So, like, that does bum me out. But I've learned to live without My Chemical Romance. Kill Switch Engage is still very relevant. They put out a great record less than six months ago. See, that's, so, like, that's like the thing. So, like, my, my only comparison would be is like, you know, I've seen Slipknot so many times, but if it was coming down to um, seeing Slipknot again or like, I don't know, though, because like when Tool was like playing again so, and when Tool and an album came out, I was like, oh, 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 and then got to see him again. 
again and and be like take a fucking edible beforehand. And so, so <laughs> Tool's a better example for you. I was gonna say so. God, so. We Godsmack? No. Oh. <laughs> funeral for a friend. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I would like, be, fu- would be I, a big I, one. I've learned to live without them. They haven't put out anything in years. And I mean, I would love to go see. I've only seen them once, and that's how I discovered them. And their last, Project like, Revolution. six. Yeah, dude. The first Project Revolution, the strangest fucking lineup ever. Funeral for a friend. Less than Jake. Fucking um, uh, The Used. Jimmy Eat World. Snoop Dogg. Corn, Lincoln Park. I think you hit four different genres of music. Yeah, dude. That's I, I, like I mean the Snoop Dogg part. And he kept saying Jones Beach, and we're at PNC, <laughs> fucking high off his ass. I saw Snoop Dogg once. Silver Dome, brother. Silver brother. Oh my, god. oh my god. All right, let's get to um, the first thing we always start with once we're done bullshitting. Um, Taylor, what did you watch this week? What did I watch this week? What did I watch this week? I watched Seven Samurai. Hell yeah! I, I just watched that a couple weeks I ago. I haven't seen it in a while. Well, because like so, I, I delve into the Apple TV nine ninety nine. Okay. Every once in a while, and I like you get fucking. If you have H- out of that. if you have HBO Max, Seven Samurai's on it. Yeah, well, I, I like I like the own. Okay, that's fair. I'm, well, no, like, not hating on that. I like extra charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so I watched Seven Samurai. Uh, I watched The Way Back with Ben Affleck. Okay. I think I'm just a Ben Affleck fan because I really I like Ben the Affleck. Movie. I I I didn't hate it. I gave it like I think I gave it two and a half on um, Letterbox. I gave it a three. I was like, I, it was a Mighty Ducks. That's all it was. He's a drunk and he coached a team. I get it. Yeah, big facts. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Just because he was good. He was really good. There were a bunch of very genuinely funny parts because, like, you know, he's coaching for a Catholic basketball. So, like, you guys are playing like a bunch of fucking pussies. Don't let these fucking guys push you around. And then the chaplain's right there and is like, uh, you know, we have a code of conduct here. And he's like, do you really think God gives a shit about these kids right now? And he's yeah. like, you know, you know, I really do think God gives a shit about these kids. I just wish he drove a truck out into ice while the kids were on it, like Gordon Bombay did yeah. <laughs> with the limo. So that was good. And then I watched all the Hunger Games because I haven't okay. seen them in a while. I like um, the Hunger Games. I, I'm a fan. I like the first one a lot. I like the the second one's pretty good. I didn't like Mockingjay Part One. And what was it? There, how many other four or five movies? No, it's it's, well, it's four. Mockingjay Part Mocking two J- parts. I didn't like Mockingjay Part One. Mockingjay Part Two was pretty good. Mockingjay uh, Part One is is more the political side. Yeah, of the revolution. sure, sure. And I will because uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. Yeah, yeah. While they were when filming, they were filming it. it, yeah. Um, it just made me miss. Philip Every Seymour time Hoffman I watch anything with Philip Seymour Hoffman, I get well, fucking depressed. Well, specifically towards the end of his career because that's where everyone he died because yeah. he was so good. Like you said, he's very stoic and he's very, yeah, you know, he's and very but powerful still. And but like so, he, I, he's sitting there and he's talking like at the end of the first, at the end of uh, Catching Fire when he's like, you know, you are the Mockingjay. This is the revolution. He was a full blown junk. Yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah, being that good. Yeah, like, what, I mean, and what was he? he? Was maybe two months, three months away from, until he actually passed away. Yep, just really bummed me out. And I do take a, like I give a lot of credit to the filmmakers because you didn't have to. And at the end, in loving memory of Philip yeah, Seymour Hoffman, I, I and always, it really bums me out. And, and I, I, I thought anytime of, I watch anything with him, man, and, and, and I thought about this too because I really don't like when people like, don't idiot. Know. <laughs> I really don't like. I really try not to get emotionally attached when people pass away, and like I get, I get it happens about sometimes. It. Though. Like Riley passing away really bummed me out, and then watching the Philip Seymour Hoffman stuff, I don't know why. Why it, it, it bummed me out as much as it did, but like, I just I, I, I get really it. miss these guys. You know what I mean? And it's just because they bring happiness to people. I feel you. You know, and it bums me out because Philip is so fucking good. One of the best ever. I always say is, never was. Is yeah, he is. still is the best? Josh, what'd you watch? Uh, so I watched a couple of movies this week. I actually also watched a Ben Affleck movie, but I'll get to that in a minute. Oh God. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm gearing up to start watching the Amazon Jack Ryan series. Okay. So I decided that I wanted That's to good. watch. The best rated Jack Ryan movie that I could find on 
uh, Rotten Tomatoes, okay. and the worst. Okay, rated what was one. the best one? So I watched uh, The Hunt for Red October. Great movie. Um, and I watched The Sum of All Fears. Terrible. I wanted to love that movie. I did it too. Yeah. So cool. The, the fucking nuke going off in the uh-huh. trailer. I saw that shit in the theater. Yeah. At looks, Abbey Cinema, dude. Dude, it looked awesome. It is such a boring fucking movie. <laughs> and it's like, Man. it shouldn't be because the context of it is cool. Yeah. Right. It's awful. Yeah. And it's one of those performances where Affleck just kind of phones it in. He's got so many, he's got two modes, man. He's great, or he just fucking phones it in. You know what was an underrated movie with him? And Samuel Jackson was Changing Lanes. Changing Lanes was great. That was a pretty good movie. I I liked that a lot. lot. Yeah, and that just went under the radar. Well, the last five years of Affleck have been fucking phenomenal. Well, there's one that he did that was really bad that he directed, too. That that gangster movie was really bad. Which one? His last directing movie. What was it fucking called? The the Town? No, not The Town. It was like... No, no, not The Town. There was was another movie he had. What's the fucking name of it? It was... so well, fucking the, bad. I didn't even see it, obviously. Because well, the, the last ones I've watched that I remember was like, The Town was phenomenal. Uh, Argo is a bit overrated, but I still really I like, like Argo it. way more than The Town. I love really? Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I think I think The Town's good. I think Jeremy Renner is the best part of it, for sure. Yeah. But I think Argo's a much better movie. It's, I, I, I love Argo. Dude, I, um, Argo's great. Argo and, but I think his best is Gone Baby Gone still. Yeah. I, I still think that's his most complete movie. Um, you know, but but on the on the same note of about the Jack Ryan movies, um, Alec Baldwin should be a way bigger star than he is. Fa- like, he's, he's huge. He's li- huge. Live by Night. Live by Night is yeah, the movie. It. It's fucking bad. It was really disappointing. I saw so, that shit in the theater. To, 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 um, Alec Baldwin's a cocksucker. That's to what, why. Yeah, well, to what you're saying, like he was very funny in Thirty Rock. Um, he was very good in The Departed, and he actually he got he got nominated for an Beetlejuice. Emmy. He got nominated yeah. for an Emmy for his Donald Trump impression. Yeah, it's a good impression. Very good. It's a good impression. Very Just funny. Hard to do an impression of a guy that is an impression of a guy. But Alec Baldwin <laughs> is very good. Like he he's he, a great actor in a movie that is so bad. Pearl like, Harbor. No. Glenn, well, yes, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh my is God, hell yeah, awful! And that I scene, love Glenn Gary. Fuck you, it's That's fucking awesome. No, the movie's awful. No, it's outside a, of that, it's scene, an awesome movie. It it's sucks. One of the best sales movies there's yep. ever been. It was Wolf of Wall Street before. It was based on Jordan Belfort loosely. Yeah, it was. Speaking of which, by the way, when I was doing like my job hunt. Con- popping up constantly and getting contacted by John- Jordan Belfort sales. <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, dude. You should. No, hell no. Dude, you absolutely should. What are you yeah, talking I'm going to make money and end up in prison. And he's a fucking jerk off. No, who cares? Here's the thing. He makes money. But no, he really doesn't. That's the thing. It's a pyramid scheme job. Yeah, that's what you make money. Yeah, once so you he makes money, he makes money while you spend money. If you're good at it, you make money. He's a co- you got to remember he was the bad guy in Wolf of Wall Street. He wasn't the good guy. Uh, <laughs> um, what yourself. else did you watch? Anything else? Uh, yeah, so I also watched one of my favorite dumb movies in Ready to Rumble. I Ready to Rumble's great. That. I love Ready to Rumble. Um, such a dumb fucking movie. It's fucking yeah. so stupid. <laughs> it's so good. Yo, that cage match at the end. Oh, uh, yes. I watched. Well, the cage theory. is coming down, and King is just like. That's a triple cage. <laughs> the guy that plays cage Hard is a great sell. actor. Yeah. Oliver Platt. You know what's so funny? Hard in, sell in the in cage, that, dude. That, that West oh Melford group God. I got banned from. They were, they were <laughs> talking. Took you three they, fucking they weeks. They were talking about um, uh, what's her name, uh, Rose McCowan, right? Oh my yep. God. And people were like, uh, uh, the one of the people I was trolling was like, I was like, she was great in Scream, <laughs> and she's like, and Charmed. I was like, no, maybe ready to rumble. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is that it that you watch this uh, week? No, and then uh, something that I'm sure we're going to talk about later, uh, the Batman trailer made me want to watch my favorite Batman movie, so I watched uh, The Dark Knight. Okay. Uh, that's funny because I watched the entire Dark Knight trilogy this weekend. There you go. When the trailers came out, Batman Begins, which is my favorite, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. I probably do. I haven't now, seen them in a while. Now I want to watch the Burton ones. I'm going to watch Batman, Batman yep. Begins. Actually, I really want to watch the um, Dark Knight Returns animated movies, which are both on HBO Max, which are Unfucking believable. How great is HBO Max, dude. It's awesome. They got fucking the Sub Zero movie on there, which Yo, is fucking great. Samurai Jack is on there. Samurai Jack Fuck. is on there. Ooh, okay. They got Mask of the Phantasm. Fuck yeah. They got all those fuck. A Year Zero, by the way. If you haven't seen the animated movie Year Zero, where Brian Cranston does the voice of Commissioner Gordon, that's probably the best thing to watch yeah. leading into what we're going to be talking about in a little bit because the Batman movie that's coming out is Year Two of Batman. Dude, it looks yeah. fucking um, so what else did I watch this week? Um, Shit, I had to watch a really bad movie on the Roman list Holiday. with the landlord, Roman Holiday, which is like considered one of the great romantic comedies of all time. It's from the fucking fifties. Like I, my bar was low anyway. It's Gregory Peck, you know, all time golden age of Hollywood actor. Um, Audrey Hepburn, maybe one of the most beautiful women that's ever lived. Facts. Holy shit, what a fucking bore this was. And thank God the landlord hated it too. Well, wasn't Audrey Hepburn in Breakfast at Tiffany? Yes, yeah. Fucking. Great. Um, I watched uh, because I'm reading this. Um, the chaos. Uh, Charles Manson. The CIA in Hollywood. It just came um, in the mail today as I was great. leaving. Great. I, I decided I wanted to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again, so I watched that and immediately made me want to watch Jackie Brown, so I watched Jackie Brown. <laughs> um, Tarantino's most underrated movie by far. Does not get talked about enough in the... If you, I don't know if you've seen Jackie Brown, Josh. You should watch that one. Josh, that's, that's one of dude, one of the only Tarantino movies you should, I haven't You seen. should it's, watch that. It's incredibly underrated. And it's fine, because I, I like when directors have stuff that's underrated, because, I mean, Tarantino Under the radar. has... He has, you know, Inglorious Bastards, fucking... Kill Bill, uh, Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction. You're beating me to these, but yeah, exactly. Like, we just named three incredible movies. And Jackie Brown, dude, the cast Jackie is great. Brown, it's Samuel Jackson. In my opinion, Jackie Brown is just as good, if not a slight bit better... Than uh, Pulp Fiction, I won't disagree with that. I might, I probably give the edge to Pulp, but Pulp Fiction is phenomenal, like for pop culture reasons. But Jackie Brown, as on, on like a storytelling level and crazy Dude, shit happening, it's De, right there. De Niro's in it, and he plays a, con, a, a guy that just got out of prison, and he's a fucking stoner. He's just yeah. ripping bong hits most of the movie. But I'm also a Reservoir Dogs truth or fact. Reservoir Dogs is probably my number one. Um, I'm trying to think if I watch anything else this week. Um, the Dark Knight trilogy took up a good amount of time, and now Can I want to watch. Talk really quick while. Mentioning the Dark Knight trilogy sure. about how great the growl is. Oh, the bat, the Christian Bale growl yeah. that he did, and then Nolan was like, "I'm also going to slow this down." So they put effects on his voice like too. The, the, What's it, the difference the, between the, you and yeah. me? I'm not wearing hockey pants. But like, he pauses for a second. Why does he pause? He I'm must... not wearing hockey pants. Uh, I like, I like. Uh, where's the Joker? Uh, do you know this guy? He must have friends. <laughs> I still think my, my <laughs> is favorite, he Vince McMahon? <laughs> I, still, I still think my favorite is in the first one when he has the guy by the ankle dropping him up and down. Yeah, goes, yeah. I don't know where he is. I swear to God, swear to me. Yeah. That's a good one. Dude, uh, it's fucking great. I man. love all of them. It's, it's Christian Bale is one of the best Batmans, really. He was probably the best pure Batman. That's what, I, that's I, what I mean. As far I, as like I, a Bruce Wayne. I think the pure best pure Batman. He was great as Bruce Wayne, too. Keaton is always going to be my favorite because that's what made me love Batman. If we're really talking like the old scheme of Batman, Kevin Conroy, the voice acting of Batman, yeah. is next level. So animated he, series, the did, games. Did, I, I was listening to something where they were talking about maybe the new the new Arkham series, the new Arkham game they're talking yeah, about. Yeah. 
and he was narrating something Batman-esque. I can't put my finger um, on what Well, it was. in the new, because we have a lot of Batman stuff to talk about, actually, yep. so I we'll like just it. go right into this. Um, there's a new Arkham game coming out, but in the game, Batman's dead. Uh, so I looked into uh, a lot of this. So there's there's two games okay. in, uh, it, it made by WB Montreal. Who? Well, one is made by WB Montreal, who made Arkham Origins. Okay. And the other is it's made by game. Rocksteady, who made the, 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 uh, three, the main three. big three. ones. Origins is the uh, shortest of them. So Arkham Knights, which is the game in which Batman is uh, dead, supposedly. Quote, unquote. Um, is not in the Arkhamverse. Okay. Okay. Um, Explain. What does that mean? It's not part of like it's the. It's not the, part of the continuity. The, yeah, the continuity. So it's not canon with the. With yeah, it's like a multiverse kind it's of thing. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the su- uh, Suicide Squad kill the Justice League Ooh. is in the Arkhamverse. And that wow. game, that it's not even the, it wasn't gameplay footage, but it's the yeah. idea of it. Did you watch that Suicide Squad I, trailer? I didn't, I didn't hear about so it. it's a Suicide Squad game. It like looks really funny, and you got Harley Quinn. I couldn't even tell if that was Margot Robbie voicing it, but I don't, no, it's I, I the same good. woman who, from, who voiced from, it from Arkham. Okay, good. Um, and then you see what the whatever the fucking shark guy's name is, who. Is Taika Waititi yep. in the new Suicide Squad movie? They're all hanging out and they're like in Metropolis. They're like, oh, they sent to Amanda Waller sent us on this uh, mission. We don't know what it is. And then right at the end of it, it is Superman like, like Superman, we don't need your help. And then it looks at him and you realize Superman's evil. So it's Suicide Squad fighting Superman in the game. <sighs> I know it's it looks fucking, fucking nice. It's like fucking yeah. Bizarro. And it shit. looks. It fuck- could be. It could, it could be. be. That's what I'm thinking. I it mean- could be, but. The big Batman news we got this week was the tra- first it was the images of the of the movie and then I wasn't expecting the trailer right away because I they, wasn't either. they've only finished 25% of the movie. Yeah. And to think that they got we got the trailer we got and only 25% of the movie's done. My hype was already high because yeah. I love the director. He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for Planet of the Apes, which should be He's something you... Fucking you war, make that dude. on your watch list this week. Watch that. Um, go ahead, take that. So he made those two movies, and I was already pumped because I'm, I'm a Robert Pattinson fan. I love the casting in it, and only 25% of the movie's done. He releases this trailer that it looks like a noir. It looks like this like gritty crime film, but then there's an element of like seven to it because yeah. the Riddler has always been this villain that should have been done more creepy, sadic- sadistic. Well, th- that's the way it always should have been. And I, well, as far as like them doing Batman villains, you know, stuff has been overdone. Like we haven't seen a penguin since Danny DeVito, which I'm okay with. Well, know? besides Gotham, which we'll count. Well, we'll, we'll I, I'm, saying, sure, I'm saying sure. like cinema. Yeah, I don't. You know? The only person I wanted to play the penguin besides Danny DeVito because he was so good as Penguin. Troyer? No, was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Not to go back to him, but he would have killed being the penguin. He would have been incredible. Actually, but, no, to be honest with you, because I know Jonah is very good. I wouldn't mind Jonah. Jonah Hill would have been good too. Um, but like I said, as far as like going through all of his villains, you know, I don't see him touching the Joker, at least having another Joker on screen because Leto was so Ooh. bad. And then because Joaquin had such another another generational an, performance. Another generational because like the last three you had incredible, really bad, and fucking incredible. If you go back even four, if you go five here, incredible, bad, incredible, Mark Hamill is the voice acting, incredible. Jack Nicholson, incredible. incredible. So, uh, Even something, Cesar Romero in the old series was really good. Something Pretty that I heard shit. that I actually think is pretty cool uh, that I really like the idea of is that um, what DC is looking to do rather than do the connected universe, which they failed on miserably, sure. uh, is they're looking to use the Flash movie to make the multiverse continuity so you can have the Joker and then in the second Batman movie you can have a different Joker because it will be set in stone at that point that there's different people in different universes that's why they're bringing Affleck in 
to, to the, the Flash, Flash movie. And Keaton. Yeah. Exactly. And, well, and Keaton, well, Keaton was already announced. Yeah, he was already announced. And um, now, now they're actually saying it's a large role. Yeah. And I, the little image they released of it, mm-hmm. and I saw Keaton in the fucking Batman, the original Batman suit. I was like, oh my God, yep. my childhood dreams. <laughs> that is uh, really cool. But man. the Batman trailer, the things that were so cool about it, one is like, you just get the voice, you see Riddler a little bit, you get the voiceover of it, which I really liked. He's a perfect casting as fucking Riddler, yeah, too. Absolutely. Um, you get the one shot of an unrecognizable Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot, and it is acknowledged that he's not Penguin yet, although if you go through the story of Penguin, he was called Penguin his whole life, and he hates being called that, so you probably get a turn here. You get a little bit of Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. You see her in like her young days, and then you get the... I like how he said, who are you? And he didn't say, I'm Batman. I'm Vengeance. I was like, yes, the shit out and of that fucking... I, are they going to do an R rating? Because I'm really feeling so. like they might. I hope so. And Pattinson's kind of talked about it. He's like, I think we get so much more creativity if we have an R rating. I would love an R. Just give me one R rated Batman If movie. you're going to do this uh, multiverse thing and you can have different versions of Batman, one can be yeah, a grounded, sure. really, truly grounded I mean, version. I don't know. If you make this a trilogy, I don't. it's it's really hard to not give the fans a Joker at some point because that's just, it, it, it's only so many times you can do it. Just like in Rogue One, they had to bring in Darth Vader. You yeah. know, you had to make all these references to it. Um it's it's really hard. Now, the person I would want to play Joker, I, obviously I would love Joaquin to pick it up again at some point. Uh, it's really hard to duplicate that performance, and I don't think he would. He probably wouldn't do it because yeah. he doesn't do you know big... It, Joker was huge, obviously, but it was an untraditional comic book movie. Right. Yeah. Give me Willem Dafoe. Give me Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson again. Give me fucking Leo, dude. Uh, Leo could probably pull it off, but I just see Defoe's face, and I'm like, picture him doing one of those fucking bat shit. Like, Green Goblin was more or less fucking Joker anyway, and him and Pattinson we know have chemistry already. He basically played Joker in Platoon. Yeah, give me me that every single time, but there was just, there were so many cool things. Like I said, it's a noir. It looked like a little bit like Seven with the unraveling of a murder mystery, which I'm wondering as well, because they're making it obvious that Riddler is the main villain, is it a little sleight of hand that there's going to be a bigger picture villain in this. We saw those people with like the makeup on in there that he beat up. Yeah. Are they with Riddler or are they with someone else? The Court of Owls is something that you keep hearing a lot about as well. Yeah. Are they going to be bringing that in finally? It's just I, I trust Reeves so much because of what he did with those. Because I loved Rise of Planet of the Apes, but what did he did with Dawn of Planet of the Apes and, and War. then War of Planet of the Apes, he took it to a completely different level of emotional storytelling combined with unbelievable action. Um, obviously Andy Serkis likes working with him because he He's playing Alfred in this one. Yeah. Um, I already saw people complaining about Jeffrey Wright being Commissioner Gordon because oh, he's boo. black. Shut up. Who gives a shit, Dude, he's man. a great actor. Who gives he's, a fuck? He's actually he's, one of my favorite parts in The Hunger Games. He's great guy. in The Hunger Games and he, movies. Dude, and he's also season, one of the things that holds Westworld together. He's one facts. of the best parts of Westworld. Season one is fucking amazing in that. Yeah. He, like when you find out he's a fucking bot. How many times oh. did you watch a trailer? I watched, Five or six. I watched, I watched it at least ten times. I know. I was sitting there. I was like, I couldn't believe how good it was for yeah. how little footage they had. Well, I, I like. I just like how Pattinson looks. Yeah. As, like he looks. It's an I, interesting I take on the bat suit. Well, especially, I, I like well, it. I, I, I like that it's a little more armored. And, and, um, well, it looks beat up too because it's only year two Batman, so he's been using the same suit more or less. Right. I know, and I'm sure he's still. You know, they're probably gonna go into him at some point. You know, 
to getting money out of uh, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne uh, they're not going to do a true origin story, but it'll right. be nodded to. Uh, do we don't need need it at all? I well, mean, I thought ba- one thing Batman versus Superman did well was not fully going the or it was the opening credits. So I'm I'm very happy they decided to go year two because if you because fu- like you get real fucking nerds that read year one Batman and yeah, run around with a gun, they'll be critical. You know yeah, mean? people be like Batman doesn't have a gun well, because also, the general public like outside of us and a, a select few out here don't really know that year one it's like Batman is just running around with a gun and he's an actual detective. He's not a superhero. He's yet. like those two people standing in front of their yard at the protest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big fact. Um, but it, the other thing that's cool in year two is that he has a good relationship with the police. We're used to seeing that Batman didn't have a good relationship with the police right. early on. I, I am that that's like near the top of my list of movies I'm hyped for. It's Green Knight. It's Saint Maud. It's a tenant which I think is going to be at the drive-in, which I will go see because I there's no way that people aren't going to spoil this fucking thing. Just I already put a blocker so I can't see spoilers because they're already coming up. When is it coming out? Uh, it, so it, it just got released this week, so it's going to be a wide release in the theaters that are open on Friday. Um, which there's none open here besides the drive-in theater, um, which I haven't gotten to the drive-in this year. I'm due for a drive-in trip. Well, see, I, I, I made a big stink about paying $30 to see Mulan. Okay. I would pay $30 to see Tenet. Sure. Well, you know what? We're I think it's a little different because we are Nolan fanboys. I think uh, that goes without saying that there isn't a movie by him that you, even if you don't, you didn't like Insomnia, you can't say it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. No, it's just not for you. It's just not fast. He doesn't have a bad movie between Memento uh, Insomnia, The Prestige, his first movie, Following. Then you go to the Dark Knight trilogy. You go to Inception. You go to Interstellar. You go to Dunkirk. Name a bad movie. I fucking love Interstellar, dude. Interstellar, Interstellar I love more and more every time I watch it. So I, I got into a little bit of a spiff with a couple of my friends the other night because uh, you know my buddy's going on Letterbox and he's being a troll, writing sh- like, writing really si- like silly reviews. Okay. And he's looking at my profile. He goes, "Cause I'm so like it shows your top four movies that you love. You the could most. put there, yeah. So my top four I have up there are Twister. Okay. Ironically, but not really. Uh, the Departed, Interstellar, and I didn't usual, know you could do that. Yeah. I'm gonna go, do, I'm gonna go set mine right and, now. Uh, Even though you don't use it. And uh, <laughs> and Usual Suspects. Those okay. are like the four Fair. that I love. And he goes, Interstellar, five stars. It's like one of your favorite movies ever. I go, this is not new news. Interstellar was I've, my number ten on my top movies of the decade over Inception. How do I do this? How do I make it? I, I honestly don't remember. I, I did it a while ago. Yeah. You probably have to dick with your profile. Yeah, Honestly, it's in your profile. profile. All the way to the on the right, your profile at the bo- on the bottom tab. This is also yeah. a plug for Letterbox. Yeah, Letterbox, Letterbox is the best movie app yeah, out there. Please sponsor the show. They need to make uh, one for video games. I was thinking. Yeah, that that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> hey, do we know any? Uh, do do we know any fucking web designers? You know how hard it is to make a fucking app. It must not be that hard. <laughs> no, it's hard, it's also expensive. I'm sure it cost um, forty five thousand dollars to make the select a ticket app. <laughs> Ew, dude. and that's on the cheap side. I think it has an app. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> um, but, Why are you um, sending fucking newsletters? Ew. I, I trust me. I've been arguing about that forever. Um. Anyway, um, my top four on Letterboxd are um, Night of the Living Dead, Forrest Gump, uh, The Godfather, and what the fuck is the other one? Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm forgetting right now. Find out. Did Conforto yeah, help him run? Uh, he's up right now, ow, so ow, he, you might have just got a notification if he did. Let's see. Oh, no. Is that the... Yeah, there it Yeah, goes. he just hit a home run. Yeah. Um, yeah, go to my profile and look up what my top do four it, are. Right now. Um, yeah, I, I know it's Night of the Living Dead, Godfather, Forrest Gump, and I forgot what the fourth one is. It's really slipping my mind right I'm now. I'm going to find out right now. But yep. so, like, so even with that, like, I, again, I've been also been writing reviews. I've been doing... It's fun, dude. It's... Well, because... So, I, I was talking to Justin about it, and I was like, you know, like, you know you're sick when you're on Letterbox on your laptop and not on your yeah phone. yeah that's weird you know dude it's so much better I actually found a computer. better way to find movies because I've I've like rated like 
three thousand movies. Go to my profile and tell me how many movies I've I've rated. It's 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 it says movies. And hold on, followers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm followed by Frodo in bed. Okay. And <laughs> Coach Carter. <laughs> Bad movie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. According to what's his name. Uh, you. Oh, here you go. So you have Hereditary, Forrest. Okay, Con- Hereditary. That's Godfather, the fourth one. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So go to how many movies I've rated. Oh God. Dude, how many? 2,500. Okay, so you know how, like, when you go to like each genre eventually and you do the scroll thing I showed you? So you could swipe right on these, like, it's Tinder almost, and then you could rate them, review them, whatever. Um, eventually, you get to a point where you swipe through after like 100 and you go back to that same one, it's the same 100, so you're like, I'm still swiping. You could change the filter and go by genre, not just by genre, then go by decade, then okay. year. So I could get it down to years, and then movies were coming up that I wanted to review that I, I hadn't because it just didn't come through like that. So, so you're going to, like be sitting there like oh shit oh shit this movie this movie this movie are you doing yours now josh yeah. What are so, your top four going to be? Don't worry about it. Oh, you got to tell us. I'm going to let you go look okay. at it. Okay. Okay. So, Josh, so, uh, jo- uh, tell us when you're done, the, and then Taylor the, will pull it this, up. This was the last. Uh, this was the last uh, review you wrote for Roman Holiday. What an old time hunk of shit. Roman ass day, <laughs> dude. If you go back on any ones I wrote that I hated, that's like what most of uh, like. If I don't like them, I write something like it's ass in there, and people get mad at me. And oh, here we go. This is one of my favorites. Tolkien. This movie is so bad it almost made me hate Lord of the Rings, and it made me hate the Hobbit movies even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, spoiler. Oh, unstoppable. Spoiler. The train stops. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I need to see some of these. Yeah, this should be like a segment we do. Letterbox reviews this week. So, I actually, okay, new so, segment on on um, you watch, I listen. All right. So here, I'll, I'll read some of mine. Uh, what was it? Uh, wait, what was the what was the silly one I wrote? Oh, for Eastern Promises, I wrote Vigo for President. Yeah, for for sure. For Point Break, Swayze and Keanu. What else do you possibly need? Yeah, you can't need? complain about that. Uh, Mission Impossible Three. God bless Philip Seymour Hoffman. For life. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It stinks and sucks. And as much as I love it, that made me laugh. And I literally watched that this weekend, by the way. And, yeah, <laughs> it I was just, on. I, that's not my thing. Or here we go. Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks. Not a big enough bridge to hold all those damn spies. All right. Here's some of mine. Um, damn it. Okay. So out of Africa was fucking... It was awful. <laughs> I, but more like out of Africa. Boring. Horrendously boring. Poorly edited. One of, the, one of the great Robert Redford's worst performances. Just a real drag of a film. And then he dies in a plane crash and they don't even show you the plane crash. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, there's Tolkien. Hamilton. Turn this wildly historically inaccurate piece of shit off after 28 minutes. Did, did <laughs> Justin tell you he had to watch Hamilton? He yeah. was up at his lake house with um, his girlfriend and their friends. All right, and, go check it out. All right, go to Josh's while I pull up some so more of these. Here we go. The King's Speech. That King made one hell of a speech. Uh, and then I also... Oh, what's the one for Ready Player One I wrote? I'm actually very... I'm very happy about that one. I was like, it's hard to believe that the uh, book is better... A book about movies and video games is better than a movie about the book about movies and video games. That's true. That was fucking stupid. So let's see what the fuck Josh put. Followers, where's Josh? I don't even got uh, Josh doesn't follow me. Thanks. <laughs> Hold on. I'll I'll get to him then. Hold on. Let's see. Let's go to Dan Perosi. Let's see. Let's scroll down. Let's go to followers. Ew, dude, you I got Josh's. All right, yeah. let's see. He has one Endgame. You're a <laughs> cocksucker. You're a fucking piece of shit. Is that all he put? Yeah, Endgame. All right, here's another one of mine uh, for Jack. Every time I think of this movie, I don't miss Robin Williams, and I wish I missed Francis Ford Coppola for making it. <laughs> um, so I did one for... They have, like, random Black Mirror episodes on there, yeah. which is cool. And the one that was on this past season, Taylor, I don't know if you saw it. It's called Striking Vipers. It's about these two friends that play this um, this video game that's like a VR, but you it's like a um, Street Fighter kind of sure. game. And they, you actually feel the sensation when you're playing the game. So if you get okay. punched, you feel like you got punched. And this, the one friend plays as like the hot girl and the other one plays as like the karate guy and they, their video game characters end up fucking. 
Okay. Okay. So I said, this ep- I only gave it three stars because it was okay. This episode of Black Mirror provided one of the great questions in the history of Black Mirror. This is not meant to offend at all, but it is a general question and thought. These two men playing this game, one is a female character and the other is a male. Who is gayer when the characters are having sex? <laughs> I have the mind of a 12-year-old. <laughs> I have the mind of a 12-year-old. Uh, there was this movie with Chris Evans that came out last year called Gifted, where he had his... Um, his younger uh, sister, I guess, really young sister, he ends up adopting, um, or no, his uh, niece. It was his niece. His sister died. He takes care of her, and she's like very smart and like uh, like uh, basically what I said. It was bad. I said this movie was called was good when it was called Matilda. Um, <laughs> so I wrote one that pissed off uh, Justin. Okay, so Big Trouble, Little China. David Fincher directed this movie. It was good. <laughs> the help, help me forget this cinematic piece of ass. So- Call me by your name. Good acting, but the dude eats a peach filled with the juice of a minor. Other than that, it's a really average movie. Uh, here you go, Ray. Uh, sorry to bother you. I, I like, saw that one. I like that the movie openly apologized to you before you even see it. All right, it sure does bother me or Despicable Me too. Oh, cool. They made a second one? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to save some of these for next week. So here are my last two. Lady Bird. This movie sucked my ass. And then the, the Little Women. Somehow this movie sucked my ass more than Lady Bird did. Yeah, I'll do one more. So I All watched right. a long time ago. I watched this shit movie called Fired Up about the football players that. Yeah, yeah, leaders. I know what you're talking about. So I go, uh, when, when you watch this movie, you start making your own chance. Like I am dying. I, 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 I am, am dying. dying. I like that. <laughs> All right. Um. So I we talked a little bit about the Batman. Um. There's DC had a really big weekend. The Wonder Woman 1984 trailer came out. What do you think great. of that? What do you think of that, Josh? The Wonder Woman trailer, the new one. Oh, it looked dope. Uh, I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm in for it. Um, and we got the trailer for the long-anticipated Snyder cut of the Justice League. Okay, so it looks fine. I don't think. It, I mean, there's obviously things that are different in there. Scenes we scenes we didn't see. I don't think it did anything like revolutionary. Well, they fixed the fucking. Everything is red for yeah, some yeah. Of issue. course, they they fix that, which is one of the big things that they should it's have a done. J.J. Abrams thing, which um, is nothing but flares, lens flares all the time. But why did he have to put the fucking the cover of Hallelujah that he put in Watchmen, other than to fucking say, guys, I'm here, rejoice well, for me, well, please? It, 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 it worked at least. Like, I mean, I get it. It was fine. It's a great, cover. It, but you know, you know the the. I, it is a good cover. It's just for me. I only hear the Buckley version when I hear that song. Exactly. It's it's hard to do. Do you know what the rumored release date is on it? September 2021. What? A whole year? That's the rumored... It apparently got Why? leaked. September 2020. Because they don't have as much footage as they're making it out to be, dude. I'm telling you. I really... I think that they're really getting creative. And the fact that they're releasing it in one-hour blocks rather than as a whole, and eventually they're going to release it as a whole, Wait, that's usually... They're releasing it as episodes? Yeah. One hour what each. Four episodes. Eight? Yeah, exactly. Which they did after the fact, and it made it better. I don't. It was th- a lot better. Yeah, four. like that. I, I don't know. Um, did you see the Suicide Squad preview? for the movie, yes. the one that James Gunn. That actually looks like it'll be fun. Yeah. It's, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy director doing it. I mean, it's fucking... It's, what is uh, Idris Elba's in it? I'm in. Dude, John Cena looks awesome in it. I'm, like, pumped to see John... It's going to be ultra-violent. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I trust James Gunn. The Guardians movies are fucking great. All of them. Uh, so in, he said that it's the most fun he's had making a movie. Um... Let me see what I have here. Um, Josh, I need some music from you. Okay. So there's this show that I saw they're advertising, and it got me thinking. The show is called Love in the Time of Corona. Okay. It's a series they made, obviously, based around the coronavirus and about relationships during coronavirus. Don't say. The relationships that you're in when you live with them, the, the relationships when you're meeting someone new. Love in the Time of Corona. Jenny and John have been together for three years until COVID-19 came along. 
One day, John is wondering why dinner isn't warm despite the fact Jenny's home. Jenny ends up with two black eyes. Love in the time of Corona. Dan is a single man living with his parents. COVID-19 hits. He's home with his family all day. Dan has not had a serious relationship. He decides to get into online dating. So many other singles out there. Until he realizes the young woman Victoria he was speaking with is not a woman at all. It was a dude. Is that facts? And then he bought her lunch and she disconnected from him. Love in the time of Corona. <laughs> Is that real? No. <laughs> it could be. Uh, you gotta come up with, okay, here's a good one. <laughs> Bill and Nancy have been married for 35 years. COVID-19 struck the world. Bill decided one day he couldn't deal with it anymore and smothered Nancy in her sleep. Love in the time of Corona. <laughs> Taylor is a 28-year-old single male living in Little Falls, New Jersey. He's been relatively lonely this last six months, so he goes on Tinder. He starts swiping and swiping and swiping till eventually he gets a match. He looks at the profile, he sends a message, Hey, how are you? How's everything going? The, he, he is responded with, Do you support Trump? <laughs> Love in the time of Corona. Facts. <laughs> Oh, I got, um, Richard is a 31-year-old man from New Jersey. He moves to South Carolina to escape his sadness, lost relationships, and lost family. He gets a house. He gets a girl. The girl tries to get him fired. <laughs> Love in the time of Corona. <laughs> That's a real story, by the way. Fucking bitch asked me if I supported Trump, and I said yes because I didn't want to deal with her bullshit. I, I thought I would have laughed harder if she was if she just swiped right on you and said, "Oops," because I did that to girls all the time. Because I just swiped right on everyone. How could they possibly think this show? And here's the thing: people are gonna buy into this show because they're fucking stupid. I mean, I definitely just made domestic violence jokes, um, probably a transgender joke about Colucci. Yeah. Um, whatever. I, I I almost am intrigued to watch this show just to see. Which, by the way, guys, I um I have an idea. This is different. This is off track here, but um, next week is one of my favorite episodes of the season of the year. It's um our predictions for the NFL season. All right. Um, and yeah, we'll do our week one picks. <laughs> Prediction: and I, Will it happen? Will it happen? I don't know now with um, NBA getting canceled tonight, an MLB game getting canceled. It wasn't because of that. Of, of course, different story, but the NFL players are now talking about will we play. Um, whatever. I don't want to get into that. Sure. We're, we're trying to laugh here, but let's just look at it as if we're going to play this season. We're going to play 17 weeks of football. We're going to get our, to our Super Bowl, um, and we're going to... Um, Hold on, Manfred just texted me. What channel's AEW on? It was on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, on, it's on Saturday. Uh, hold on, let me just reply what, what, to him. AEW Dynamite? Yeah, it's on Saturday because the NBA playoffs. Yeah, right. Um, so we have our NFL stuff coming up. I'm really excited about this. And um, we still need to get your tattoo. So maybe we should make plans for a weekend to go to Johnny Eagle soon. Yeah, we got to figure so, out. So um, I think we'll do the same thing. Head-to-head picks, records, yada, yada. Um, winner, same thing, bottle of booze. But we need to change it for the loser. And I came up with a really great idea. Oh, is it great? It, it, I think it's fucking great. And um, it won't cost the loser any more money than what they have to pay for the bottle of booze. So there's a series of movies out there that are really bad, but very financially successful. 
I know what it is. What? Is it the Fast and Furious? No, no, no. It's not, I don't want to do anything any of us want. Uh, bro, I try yeah. to lose. Yeah, I try to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I need a reason to watch them. Um, this would be the Fifty Shades series. Oh, no. The loser of this season. I'd rather get a tattoo. Wait, wait, no, no. They're not only going to have to watch all the movies. You're going to have to write a serious blog on each movie for the website discussing the themes of the film. <laughs> this is a great punishment. You got to watch the movie and you got to write about the themes. Josh. The landlord is going to present the themes because she's seen the movies. You need to write about these themes in the movie. Feminism, um, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Dominatrix kind of shit. You got to write about the teams. I I think this is a great punishment for the loser. Right, Josh, we need to collude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we need to collude. How about you just try to win? Uh, what do you think we did last year? I don't know if you did towards the end. No, because no, I, you were trying to make up ground. All hope was gone. Well, I think what your problem was that you had last year is that you you definitely banked on some teams that you picked early on and you just rode them until week ten, so you realized they weren't that good. Yeah, fact. <laughs> but um, I think this is a good thing. The bottle of booze and it's different than the tattoo and it's ju it's more painful, frankly. It won't cost you Speak money. Speak for your fucking self. <laughs> so I think it's three Fifty Shades movies, and then you're gonna have to write at least a one thousand word article. One thousand page. One thousand. Oh yeah, one thousand page of dissertation. <laughs> Um, no, 1,000 word article about the themes of the movie. And uh, it can't be a troll. And that goes for me, too. You got to be serious. I think this is a fucking great punishment. Or you could do a 10-minute video blog on each movie. I'd rather write. Okay, fair. All right, so that's agreed on. Next week is our NFL episode. Um, maybe we'll get someone in here, Justin, the Bob, whatever. I, I, I would get no, let's, get, let's get Manfro. It's been a while. Okay, okay, I, I, okay. he just texted me. I'll ask him about next week. That sounds good. Um... We'll skip the trolling West Melford residents until we have the transcripts. Yep. Um, so we'll do that. Uh, Taylor, really good UFC fight this past weekend between Frankie Edder, Edgar, and Pedro Munoz. I watched the next day. Oh, it was so good. It was a very good fight. Top three fight of the year. Uh, uh, it's going to be hard to yeah. press Joanna and uh, Chinese girl because well, that was insane. It's just because it was such a, like you said, it was such a chess match. I personally, I thought the, uh, I thought Munoz did enough to beat I, him. I wouldn't have complained. I, yeah. It was, it was, I, I watched it once, scored it for Frankie, watched it again, scored it for Frankie, but I was sitting there, there was three of those rounds where I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was, it was very up in the air, but uh, I really did enjoy the fight. I did watch some of it live, like I watched uh, the, uh, that crazy knockout in the first round. Oh was, yeah, yeah, dude. Where, like the one guy was down, then he got back up and knocked the other guy out. I, for, yep. I, I forget their names, but but, no, um, that was um, the... Uh, the. It was like the first fight. Yeah, it was the first fight. It was a uh, guy took the fight in like a week's notice, too, and he yeah. won after getting dropped with a body kick in the first round. Yep. That was a great fucking fight. Um, just again, God bless the UFC for constantly putting on great fights. This is what... For, uh, throughout this entire fucking dude, nonsense. there's not a weekend without a UFC event until December 12th. Which makes me Right happy. now. Um, one of the other things Dana White and the UFC are doing is that they're building their own... Um, venue uh, outside of a hotel, hotel to be completely self-sufficient so they don't need to rely on anything else, which I think is fucking great. It's very smart. Um, although I don't like when I hear that and then they say they don't, to people like Jose Aldo, a legend, that we don't have the money to pay you. Um, I think it's all fucked up, but we know Dana White's a scumbag. Yes. Um, In that a, aspect, yes. A real scumbag. Um, canceled this week, guys. All right. KFC. KFC's not canceled. KFC Barstool? No, no. KFC, like, the food. Don't make me... Um, no, no. KFC, the food. But it's not like the that. food. What is the slogan of KFC? Finger, finger looking good. good. Yep. It's canceled because of coronavirus. They don't want to encourage people to lick their fingers. 
Why? <laughs> well, you, you lick your own fingers. Yeah, I, I, that's what. Well, you're not even supposed to be doing that. They said, "Don't put your hands in your mouth." Fuck you. Yeah, I know. That literally, they canceled finger licking. Good. Now, this is my favorite thing that's canceled this week. And Josh and I talked about this a little bit. We might turn it into a game at some point. Um, it's a guy that the son of someone that we actually discussed on the show not that long ago, um, Jerry Fowell Jr., <laughs> uh, the son of the the main antagonist in The People versus Larry Flint, who he goes to court with that sued him. Now, this guy has been he's been Trump's spiritual advisor, whatever the fuck that means. One of these guys that is very anti-gay, um, walks on racial lines a lot, uh, says just very, you know, uh, very offensive things in the name of, you know, it's my religion, so it's not offensive. It's just how I feel. So, not only a couple weeks ago does a picture come out of him with like two 18-year-old girls where he looks fucking bombed and his zipper's down, and he's like, I'm stepping down for a short period of time. I'm, I'm going to rehab. I'm, okay, go to rehab. Then this story comes out the other day, and I was so happy about this, Taylor, that his fucking wife is sitting there getting fucked by another guy while he's sitting there pulling his fucking pud watching it. Oh, and that, that the, was that guy? The group that loves calling people cucks and cuckolds, one of the people that is closest to the president, is a literal cuckold. I, I love it because these people that are for-profit pastors and priests and spiritual people, we've talked we talked about it last week, yeah. the biggest scum in the world. And his father was one of the biggest uh, opponents of freedom of speech there's ever been. So I all I can say is, ha-ha, ha-ha, you idiots that think this guy was a good Christian. Yeah, he's sitting there. Listen, listen, and I'm not saying that if that's what you're into sexually— Sure. Dude, that's your thing. Do it in the privacy of your own bedroom. But if you have the gall to tell gay people they're going to hell for being sodomites and talk about Sodom and Gomorrah and all these different things about people's sexual preferences, and you are doing that, and you're sitting there and you're letting uh, the guy, not, not anything about the president, but his supporters are calling people cucks and cuckolds, and you're a literal cuckold, fuck you. You know, I've noticed, and I think Rotten I, hell. I said it last, literally, I said it last week, people who try to justify their scumbag behavior with saying that it's God's will or God works yeah, in yeah. serious ways or shit like that. Yeah, nine times out of ten, you're a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Um, there are even people that I've known, I've come into contact with. Sure. I don't want to name certain names. A bunch Vo of people Josh and I went to high school with. Well, uh, Voldemort is one of them. <laughs> Use your imagination on sure. who that is. You know, posting posting pictures of, you know, the serenity prayer. God grant me the strength for things I can't endure. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Fuck you. You did it to yourself. You're an asshole. It's not my fucking fault that you are a dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't but, feel bad for you. But if you're going to sit there and try to justify it and say it's God's will, I'm sorry. Listen, you're a self-righteous douchebag, and you really do deserve to be kicked in the shin really hard. Or, <laughs> the shin, like, yeah, just, it hurts. Like, always stubbed your toe. Kick rocks with open-toed fucking sandals. Just do me a favor. Eat shit off the side and, of the cliff. Please, do us all and a favor. Like I said, a guy like this that has made millions and millions of dollars on not just being, you know, a pastor, a priest, or whatever, but on fucking literally telling gay people they're going to hell for their their sexual choices <coughs> while he's committing a huge sin and his wife is committing a sin of adultery. Yeah. Sorry, dude. And you're also probably banging those 18-year-old girls. You fucking asshole. Look no further than that piece of shit, Joel Osteen. Yeah, oh my God. What Which, <coughs> by the way, we gotta give shit. we gotta give some thoughts out to um, both uh, the areas of Houston, Texas, and Louisiana dude, on a serious it's, moment. It's about to make landfall, man. Dude, it's, it's already a Category 4. It's, dude, they're saying it could become a Category 5. 
survive. Did, did you see the storm surge that they're talking about? Yeah, they're saying un, unsurvivable. 20-foot storm surge that can go 30 miles in. Yeah, and what's um, crazy is when you think about the one that really decimated Louisiana was obviously Hurricane Katrina. It was a Category 5 hurricane when it was over the ocean, but by the time it made landfall, it was a Category 3. This thing is getting stronger, and there's another one right next to it. It's it just it's a disaster. It's it's, it's shitty. Gonna, it's that area very bad. That is not, oh, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That area, people should not be living in Louisiana. It's a fucking swamp below sea level. It's made to get destroyed. And not saying I want that or anything, but it is not an area where people, especially so densely populated, should be living. Literally, Hurricane Katrina, the levee broke with an hour of the storm being yep. over fucking land. And just when you think of how bad that decimated it, and then George Bush didn't care about black people. <laughs> That's one of the greatest live but, TV moments ever. But dead serious uh, to Louisiana, <laughs> Houston areas. Uh, I got friends down in Louisiana. I got friends in Texas. Um, we're thinking of you. Um, we're rooting for you. We're, we're and, and don't try to ride it out. Get the fuck out. Get out. It, it, this ain't like fucking coronavirus. You think it's a hoax. Mother Nature ain't a fucking hoax, dude. Nah, dog. All it's right. It's going to be bad. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, okay. So we've we obviously we're however many months into the coronavirus, right? We hear all about the the spread of it. They mostly believe now that it is spread via the droplets from your mouth, which is why you should be wearing a face mask, yada yada, not to catch it, but to give it to someone else. Um, so you don't give it to someone else. Rather, what can you think of one of the worst ways to spread COVID nineteen would be? Uh, yelling, yelling, sneezing on someone, coughing you on mean, someone. Like when you sneezed in my face. I didn't have coronavirus, and I also what coronavirus? coronavirus didn't, wasn't yeah, exactly. I just sneezed in your face because I had to sneeze, and you happened to be in my direct path. Thanks, dude. But anyway, you think about those kind of things, right? I could tell you a worse one that happened in Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> what did like a dude like? Like kiss another dude? All right, take take a guess on what you think is a way it spread to eight eight at least eighteen people. 18 people? At least 18 people trace back to one person. Take a guess in Las Vegas how it got spread. Why don't you give me your guess first, Taylor? It was an orgy. Okay, orgy? I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Um, a stripper shot out her vaginal fluids onto okay. 18 people with the coronavirus, spreading, giving it to at least 18 people. It's a hell of a party trick. Imagine doing the contact tracing on that. <laughs> like, you got to find out. It's like a Jackson Pollock painting. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, it was it all men? Because you go to a strip club, you see a lot of chicks there. Oh, a lot of chicks. It's there. and yeah, they're nice. always and chicks like get into it more than guys sometimes. So I'm like, what, like, dude? First off, I, I guarantee you, I know what strip club it was because I was probably at it last year because it's the only full, uh, li um, full liquor and full I'll nude touch. bar in um, in Vegas. You'll probably touch them too. Yeah, pretty much, and um, and get called ugly by them like I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, first off. Uh, have you ever seen a squirter in person? Not fun. I'm not for me. Not for me. Okay. It's it's not my thing. Um, it, it's it's basically just piss. Like I don't want to be piss. pissed on. Yeah. It's not piss, but it's piss. You know what I mean? Like they're not doing the <laughs> act of pissing. Yeah. Right. But like it is piss. Like okay. uh, uh, it's like if you pee your pants in your sleep, you didn't actually actively try to pee. But you peed. You know what I mean? Thanks like for clearing that up. Yeah. So it, you, you got pissed on and then you got coronavirus, you fucking dummies. I mean, if this girl did it on command, because our girls, like, we, there was a girl, Josh, and I went to high school with, like, a queef on command. That's awesome. And I, it wasn't because she, she did it at our friends. The one I talked about recently, her sweet 16 uh, birthday party when we played, and I never heard, saw her do this trick. I had heard that she could do it, and I let her do it into my microphone. At a sweet 16. Yeah. And it goes like this. 
Yep. You guys were you guys were fucking assholes. No, no, we were sexually interested. It's an interesting thing. Like, to, like I, I had heard girls queef at that point in my right. life. I never knew a girl that could be like summon it. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> like she's like you literally. Know the, the only the person I know that could do that is was like actually, Thor with his fucking hammer and the lightning. She's summoning queef air. Was uh, Tiffany Haddish could do it? That was part of her act at one point. <sighs> no, great comedy. <laughs> Just saying. No, I, I believe that entirely. Um, well, something I was interested in this week. One of my favorite. Um, and one of the universally considered greatest and best sci-fi horror films of all times is John Carpenter's The Thing, right? It's it's almost universally considered among the greatest sci-fi films of all time. One of Kurt, Kurt Russell says it's his favorite movie he's ever done, which is saying a lot. Yes. And he's also worked with John Carpenter several times. Yeah, did he fucking did Miracle? He did Miracle as well, um, and Sky High, and um, Sky so High. so they did. They tried um, doing a thing like reboot, remake a few years back with Joel Edgerton that was really bad um, because it was it, the great thing about the original thing or the like John Carpenter's thing. It was all practical effects, right? It was no CGI. It was all the fucking great claymation like you saw in American Werewolf in London that you saw in uh, The Fly and shit like that. Right. And this one tried doing uh, the CGI. So now John Carpenter came out and said that he is working with a team. Like he did on the most recent Halloween, on doing a either reboot, remake, or continuation of the thing, and I could not be more thrilled when I look at how Halloween came out right. that he's involved with it because there is a lot to tell there with um with the thing because it, it was obviously I don't know if you know this in the beginning when they they run into that guy that's screaming at them in a language they don't understand uh-huh. and the dog they meet the dog and he's saying kill that that's not a dog he's saying it in whatever language it is uh-huh. so there clearly there's stuff that happened before the thing and there's stuff that happened after the thing if john carpenter's involved i'm so fucking in for this because it's it's just this untouched i don't want them just making a shot for shot remake of it you know what i mean do something different that would be lazy it doesn't need to be in the arctic for example although part of that optic of it is cool because you can't go outside because it's so fucking cold right but there's other things you could do about how the thing got there. Because even John Carpenter's is a remake of The Thing from Outer Space. It's a classic horror film. Yeah. And he just took it to another. It was also a great PS2 game. Because just like in, in the in the game, you also couldn't go outside for too long or you'd freeze to death. Oh, wow. So it was like one of those, almost like Outlast kind of, but a lot less scary than Outlast. Fuck, Outlast, fuck made, Outlast. Outlast made me sharp. <laughs> it was so fucking scary. Um, there is a, oh, did you hear about um, uh, an asteroid that's coming for Earth? Yeah. It's passing by Earth the day before the election. Just bring it. Just well, bring it, please. KFC Barstool had a good take on this. He goes, yeah, you know, it's, it's the media coming towards the election. You know, there weren't only 10 asteroids last year, 15 a year before that. Like, it's just, listen, if you're going to hit us, hit us. Stop fucking I know. us, please. Yeah, just, just, I want the fucking bugs from Starship Troopers to send one to us. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if there was ever a time that Earth needed to get hit by this, because there's no way, whether Trump wins, whether Biden wins, that shit is going to be good after the election. No. So it, There's no way, right? So, I, I'm, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for, I heard, uh, I heard, I texted you guys about it. I think it was the beginning of last week or, like, the day after the show we did. I listened to Jim and Sam every morning. Yeah. So, one morning... They have Don Jr. on, right? And I'm listening to this, and I literally text you, go, I can't fucking escape this shit. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking escape it. Even on Jim and Sam, I gotta listen to Don fucking Jr. Yeah, and he's gone on there a bunch. Which, by the way, he's very articulate. He's very good. A lot of charisma. He's, no doubt. He's very funny. He's very entertaining. He's the polar opposite of his father. That doesn't make any sense, because Donald Trump's one of the biggest reality TV stars of all time. And they're talking... Trump's entertaining, dude. Yeah, but uh, person, woman. But see, I, 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 listen, man, the entertainment <laughs> yeah. Listen, I get camera it. TV. Uh, I listen. 
I wish people could see your mannerisms when you do the impression because you're you're doing on. the fucking it's face. Hilarious, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, uh, the, what I'm what I was trying to say was is that like I get it. He is entertaining, but like Trump's more unaware. His son yeah. is a little more aware. When you I listen think, to Don Jr. talk, you're like, how is like how did that make that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So so they're so they're talking on Jim and Sam. They're talking about politics, and I'm like, ugh, I might as well just listen. Fuck it. And then he said something that was very funny to me, and it, w it was in the realm of politics, but it made me it made me laugh. And I'm waiting for Trump to use this as a slogan. Uh, apparently, uh, there was correspondence between Osama bin Laden and his henchmen, saying that you know he was trying to assassinate Barack Obama because he wanted Joe Biden to be the president because Joe Biden would systematically would, sy would systematically tear America uh, limb from limb. And I'm waiting for Trump to use that. As a slogan, I'm, I'm, I'm Osama, I, Osama bin Laden was Joe, wanted Joe, Joe Biden to be president. Yes, and oh. listen, and I, I don't mean to dive into no, that. No, no, I'm just, not remotely surprised. But I've, I've heard Don Jr. on there before. He's funny. Roger Stone, every time he's called in the Trump, Roger Stone's a fucking riot. He is. There's a funny. great Netflix documentary. Get me Roger Stone is very good. He's a a, a horrendous cocksucker of a person, yeah, but he's right. very entertaining. Um, but yeah, I, I just well, I want the meteor to hit just because there's no way things are going to be good after November after the election, one way or the other. It's and I'm just going to be sitting here like, why can't you guys just not be fucking assholes? Yeah, How about you just shut the fuck up? This ain't sports teams for the hundredth time. We, we just need we, we we need a real Hunger Games is what we need. I'm fucking down. A purge, something. The Give purge me something. Gone. Give me Armageddon. Give, I want Armageddon in uh, the West Coast. I want Deep Impact to hit this coast. I want exactly that. I want the fucking I want wave. I want Deep here. Impact. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking in. Um, I was when I, shit, I was volcano. driving. When I I need uh, volcano. That's what that's what I said. I go. Uh, how oh, how about, I want 2012. Go, 2012. How the fuck does LA not figure out coronavirus, but they figure out a volcano before they figure out coronavirus? Dead and Hish. Where's Tommy Lee Jones when you fucking need and him? Don Cheadle? Oh yeah, Don, <laughs> Don Cheadle's in that. And and the guy that run, that made TMZ is one of the reporters. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I was driving at 23 today. Good for and you. Do you want a cookie? I'm, I'm on 23 North, and I'm driving by all the establishments. And what is, like, of the restaurants that you could, like, go into, what's, like, the last place you'd want to go at and eat of those places, like, up on 23? 23 North? Like, it, let's say past Best Buy. Past Best Buy. Yeah, what's, like, the last place at this point in your life you want to go eat? Uh, I'm going to say Applebee's. Uh, Josh? Yeah, Applebee's. Okay, Applebee's. Okay, you so, went there too much, so yeah, Applebee's too is much. mine too. Would you want to go to Applebee's and sit outside on Route 23? Because that's what they fucking have set up. I saw. They're it. outdoor. Yeah. I know. On 23, like I, I'm listen. If restaurants are doing their outdoor dining, that is like literally right on 23. Not only can you probably get all the fucking exhaust fumes on your fucking shitty burger, mm -hmm. literally, it is so easy to just see a car just going and plowing people over. <laughs> Enjoy your fucking half price abs, jerk off. You Dude. just got a fucking Toyota up your ass. Dude, the amount of fucking time we wasted oh, in that place. The amount of times I pissed on my shoes there. That was the one time. <laughs> I know. I think it's the, one time too many, dude. I'm pretty sure the last time I ever went was the Cowboy Burger incident. What was the Cowboy Burger incident again? <sighs> Um, There's so, so many times start, I can't it remember. started Not out. Too many food incidents, dude. It's the mozzarella stick pizza. No, 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 no. It wasn't a me it, incident. It was a him incident. Oh, okay. It's the, it's the hot dog. Okay. Uh, hot dog so crust it incident. started out where we ordered our food. It took forever to get in. So this motherfucker gets up and he goes into the kitchen. Oh yeah, this to ask where his food is. Gigantic baby. And, and then it comes out. Forty-five minutes for and half off. It's just Fuck such you. a fucking greasy, nasty mess Wait, of a burger. And let me ask: Did he eat the whole thing? Yes. <laughs> it's just a greasy, nasty mess of a burger. He goes, keeps on, keep getting fucking barbecue sauce and grease all over my hands. Justin has a glass of water. He sticks his hand in Justin's water. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wipes it off with him. 
Wait, hold on. Was this the same night I was wearing a beret? Yeah. That was that night. I took like 45 minutes for half off fucking boneless wings that oh, make me shit my but, ass. By the way, I'm going to walk in there. Yo, I literally walked in. I go, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, what the fuck? Did you look at my Instagram today? No. Go that's look. fine. No. Go look. No, just go look while we're. Well, keep talking. So, go look so, at what so I posted there, a little there, while there ago. Was, uh, there was another time. Uh, so it's actually funny. My uncle made fun of me because, like, so when I turned 21, not all of us, you know, were all 21 at the time. So we all went to Applebee's after for my birthday. And then after that, we went to Thatcher McGee's. But I remember I told like uh, my uncles like, "Oh Taylor, what did you do for your birthday?" I go, you know, I went to Applebee's with all my friends, <laughs> and he looked at me and goes, "Don't tell anyone else that." <laughs> he's, he's right. Um, what the fuck else happened there? Uh, I, I watched, threw a mozzarella stick at someone by accident once. I, Josh had to, to apologize for that. I yeah. watched. Uh, I watched a lot of playoff hockey there. Okay. With, uh, Colucci and De Janeiro. And De Janeiro. Yeah. What is this? What? what? Happy International right. Dog Day, guys. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be a rotating it's, it's thing just every a picture. year. I hadn't done it since the first time, I don't think. I got you back like two years ago. Yeah, well, the first one was the best. You were wearing the fucking beret in that picture, too. It was before we saw Tenacious D. Oh, yeah, I was wearing the Mac Miller shirt. Yeah, the Mac Miller shirt. That's when, that's when Brian accidentally got us like upper tier seats at Hammerstein. Yeah, we were like the old men at the old men Muppets making fun of them. <laughs> Those were the great seats, though. I know, but like, I was going nuts, and then like I almost fell off the balcony. <laughs> dude, I know, because he almost fell because I almost pushed him. Yeah, it was not fucking um, nice, dude. And then you got mad on the ride home because Brian didn't have any AC. And then we said, hey, Dan... Yep. <laughs> and then we said, Dan. Oh my God, the asteroid just hit the day before the election. So, so let me, let me, let me, so let me ask you something, Josh. Truthfully, yeah. I'm not mad that you made that soundbite. <laughs> I'm mad that it's 16 bit. Why? Why I'm actually happy that it is. Why is it 16 bit? Why does it sound like fucking asteroids or invaders? <laughs> but, uh, uh, what was it? And then uh, we go, Dan, what's your uh, what's your take on spiral cut hot dogs? I ranted for like 20 minutes. And then like halfway through, he goes, I'm sweating and shit because your fucking AC doesn't work, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I just thought about uh, Now you have to marry your mother-in-law, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for season two of that to come along. I need it. I need it every day, dude. I So I found I, it. The Twitter account I saw. I found the Twitter account. You and mentioned things, the money being bones like four times. I, my, favorite, my favorite bit from I think you should leave still is the, is the magician and like he's just laying in bed and his wife is like how dare you let the motherfucker make fun of you you fucking piece of shit, shit. Yeah. dude it's so funny what, the, what's uh, the chick from SNL it's like she's trying to make come up with a caption for her Instagram for her Instagram photo oh. slurping down pig dicks with these pieces of shit dude like, I, oh the show God. is so fucking funny uh-huh. um, the last thing I had written here is uh, we're in a fucking time loop guys because Kim Jong-un's dead again <laughs> I heard about that dude he's in a coma again and I'm like what well, Comas must be cool because he keeps going into them. Well, this time, apparently, like a month and a half ago, he signed over uh, power in the event of his death to his sister officially. Apparently. You never really know what's coming out of North Korea. And I'm just like, okay, so if this is true, he knew he was sick. He probably did have a heart attack or something. And this motherfucker was still like smoking four packs a day. Actually, they said he smokes about six packs a day of cigarettes. Like, dude, and he's fucking gigantic. I want to see him naked so bad. <laughs> I need I, because first off, um, he's probably got a tiny dick. Second off, because he's so big, his dick is even smaller. See, and he's got that fucking mo haircut that I love, that see, Pete Rose hair. See, you're not gonna get in trouble because that's that's a South Park bit when they come into for the the Asian diversity. Month yep, that's episode. why I'm not gonna get in trouble. That's what, South Park Elementary. That's yes, exactly. It's fucking terrible. I, I don't know. I, I let's see. I want to I want to talk a little bit longer. Let's see what's trending right now. I like before that. the Mets start losing. Were they uh, were they only down two uh, one two one. Duh. 
All right, let's and see. Nothing says coming back from a two-week hiatus and not playing baseball because of a COVID scare and playing the one team that had the most COVID cases in them and as your first series back. Well done. Yep. Good job. Um, let's see. Uh, Britney Spears' sister makes a move to control pop stars' assets. So we talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So but like her, like her, her dad has full control over everything. So here's something crazy I saw about that. So you know, she people always post talk about her videos on her Instagram, and she's like kind of weird and crazy. Um, so someone posted a video of her speaking, and she still has that same voice that she had when she came on with like "Baby One More Time." It's kind of like very high pitch and like "Hi, I'm Brittany." And then someone said, "All right, now we're gonna play it at normal speed," and she sounds like she's been like chain smoking and drinking. She's like. Hey guys, you know, I've been dancing. Her father is taking her video content and speeding up the sound on it so she sounds like she's younger. Dude. That's fucking weird. It's 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 sad. Oh, oh I want to talk about Thunderdome. I want to talk about WWE Thunderdome. What so happened you, with Thunderdome? So you've seen what they're doing with Thunderdome, right? No. So it, what they're doing now, it's still no fans in attendance, but they put screens all around in uh, one of the v- venues in Florida, and people are live streaming them watching the events. It's actually a really cool aesthetic. Okay. Like, it looks real. I'll show you a picture of what it looks like. Like they tried to do it during the NFL draft? They're doing it right now in the NBA as well. Um, not right now because there's no games tonight. Um, but you got to see what it looks like. It's pretty fucking cool. Like, and they, they're piping in a little crowd noise. I watched a little bit of SummerSlam, and it made a huge difference in what I was watching. Did I was, you? Um, I, I, did, I did see... Bits and pieces of McAfee versus Adam he was Cole. he was really good he yeah. he did a good job Cole is a good worker I may not like Cole but he is a good worker and I can't shit on the fast so look look at that yeah. it's literally all picture people like on their computers watching it's pretty cool that's not a bad idea no it's it, it looks like a full arena and it, it it does make a huge I don't know if you watch it all Josh but it made a huge difference in the quality of what I was yeah. watching but uh, like how like how can they police that is what well I'm okay so here here we go one guy. Was on the Thunderdome and he had a picture of Chris Benoit on his fucking thing. Another guy, that guy got kicked off. Another guy came on with just a video of Chris Benoit. Then it got really bad on Monday night. I heard Pat McAfee was on there and then he got booted too. He, he got booted. Well, that was for, no. He got booted from the NBA because he took his shirt off. Oh, is what it was. So on Monday Night Raw, some guy was on his screen and he put on a clan clan's robe. A KKK robe. <laughs> they booted him off. Then on another screen, some guy decided to show a video of a beheading. <laughs> yeah, dude, a beheading on Raw. Oh my god! And then some people are like trying to get like they're trying to make the whole thing look even worse than it could possibly. They, during Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville's match at SummerSlam, um, someone uh, photoshopped on one of the screens the picture of her stalker. Yeah. Which and people were like, "Oh my god, they have to cancel us." It was a Photoshop. Someone put that in there. To make it look like WWE allowed it to happen. And I, the thing, first off, the, um, I sent you guys the picture. I, uh, guys, I'm a pig. I'm sorry. But Mandy Rose is wearing these really tight white uh, outfit. And she had a wicked camel toe. And it was just like, oh, my God. If that's the fucking Gargantua from Interstellar, suck me in. Stop. <laughs> um, like that match was supposed lot. to be a, a loser loses their hair match. Um, okay. Like whoever lost was get their head shaved. Um, but the because of the billionaires, kind of, yeah, yeah. But because of um, what happened with Mandy Rose, they changed the stipulation because uh, her lawyer, smart call here, they don't want her going to court with a shaved head. Good, which is the right call. And then that, so it became loser leaves WWE, and they were like, we're going to give Sonya some time off because everything makes that went sense. on. Yeah, um, yeah, it definitely makes sense. But um, they, they, I think the Thunderdome is a very, very good idea because uh, I mean, it, we don't know what's going to happen with the NFL in a few weeks with fans in attendance. I know the Dolphins are going to have thirteen thousand fans in attendance. 
fans. They're one of the only fa- teams that have it, yeah. and they're saying it's mostly because it's proven that coronavirus dies almost instantly in sunlight, uh, yes. UV light, heat, things like that, and they can space it out enough, and because they're one of the most newly renovated stadiums, Makes that sense. the ventilation yeah. is better. I don't know if it'll last. I know that the Bills announced they're going the first two weeks with no fans. I think Seriously. that's what a lot of teams are going to do. Um, I just, I'm, I'm ready for football. I, I'm, I'm very excited to see what football looks like with no fans because that's just... It, it's like, going to be weird, dude. Because like, Home field goes out if you're like the this, this Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks, the 13th man, shit like that, you know, or the 12s, whatever the fuck they are. Um, Maybe it'll mean Mitch Trubisky doesn't suck anymore. That's not true. Bitch, false brisky. If it's, uh, bitch, false risky. Yeah, false risky. That's it. So um, Foles the quarterback there now? Who? Foles? Yeah, they traded for Foles. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would think so. Um, I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to stay sticking around with sports for a second because I want to talk about something that was actually – it's usually – Listen, I'm not trying to offend no one or nothing like that. But usually when we're talking about racism, it's usually about white violence on black. Sure, sure. Right? Oh, and, and, I know you're going to go. And, and, and this isn't violent whatsoever, but it was something that a player from the Clippers said, Montez Harold. Yeah. He dunks. Uh, it's the Clippers versus the Mavericks. You know, he dunks. He makes a good play. And he yells at Duke, uh, Luka Doncic, who's one of the best young players in the NBA right now. He yells at him, bitch-ass white boy. All right. Now, I, I, I like the conversation that was had on Inside the NBA between Kenny Smith, sure. uh, you know, uh, Charles Barkley, Ernie Johnson, and Shaq. Um, you know, obviously, everyone had different opinions on the, on the situation. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's something said in the heat of the moment. You know, I'm sure people have said certain things on a court. But it, sure. to me, and I, I, I actually agree with Shaq's argument on this. It's trash talk. It's trash talk. And, and like, it's... it's I, don't think, I don't think it's hateful no. to call him white boy. That's like... I, I, so our friend Taylor Green, he, we call him white boy. Yeah, so uh, Ernie Johnson even said it like this. It's like, you know, in a, in a, in a black-dominated sport... You know, you'll even hear you're some, the minority. Yep, exactly. But you'll hear some of these guys like, "Yo, man, that white boy is good." Yeah, and like that's a compliment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I th- I'm glad that the conversation was had. I'm glad that the because very next game, Luca and Montez went to each other. They shook hands. Yeah, you know, it's just heated. They're they're having a fierce battle, and Luca's the, the best player in the league right now. And Luca hit a game winner that yeah. Game. Oh, he you was know what unreal. I mean? the, the three point and um. Uh, what was I going to say? I, I, I hated when that happened because I saw instantly the people that are like the very anti-lives black matter people. Look at this racism. Listen. Like, are you going to compare that to some of the other shit that would be like, that could be said? Well, it was even funnier because late, later that game. Cause I watched American History X's basketball game. There's worse <laughs> shit that could be said. Yeah, because Mon- <laughs> so later in that game, Montez, Montez flops. He did. Yeah. And Luca they just all ye- And all Luca did was yell at him, stop flopping, bro. Yeah. That's all he said to him. And then Montez got in his face. Again, at the same time, this is competition. You're in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's a fierce player, Montez. It's the heat of the moment. So I, I, I well, chalked that up as like, sh- maybe maybe you shouldn't have said that. It's not a big deal. I don't think I've it heard was... Kevin Garnett say it's a thousand no. times worse. told Charlie Villanueva he looked like a cancer patient. He told Carmelo Anthony that his wife tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios, which is one of the funniest <laughs> things ever. I, I, I still think when he went to Tim Duncan and said, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty bad. Um, well, well, I, oh, so, dude, he, he blocked the shot and he said... Shit out of here, ninja! Like, yeah, it's he was vile. Yeah, but at the same time, he was one of the most respected players in the league because he played. He brought, backed it up. Not only did he back it up, but like the longevity, how yeah. good he was. You know what not I mean? Not for Coming the out of High school. Well, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, and, well, like, the other thing you're just talking about with the whole bitch ass white boy or whatever. Rex Chapman, who's one of the most popular Twitter accounts on there, former NBA player, said, "If you were a white player in the NBA." And you can't, if you have never heard white boy, you weren't actually a white player in the NBA. Big facts. And I'm just like, if that's really the, the straws you're trying to grasp at to, like, say, 
Black Lives Matter is farce or whatever. The, whether you think the movement is farce, if the sentiment is farce, uh, shut the fuck up. Again, that's like the theme of the show lately. Everyone just shut the fuck up. Yeah, because everyone wants to talk. Everyone, everyone wants to say, everyone, like, just, just, shut, got, the, shut the fuck up. It's, it's got to be this way, does it? Yeah. Like, just enough. I mean, enough. like, and we're talking right now as, you know, another incident happened we don't need to get into, but the NBA playoffs were canceled tonight after the Bucks said they wouldn't play, and the NBA made the very smart, proactive thing. NBA is really good at getting ahead of things and just said, we're going to call the games off tonight. I, I, I appreciate that they're standing behind their players. Yeah, I appreciate that, too. And the, uh, the Brewers said they wouldn't play tonight, so they canceled the Brewers-Reds game. Um, it's it's an, it. Listen, there's there's one side of it where it's like, okay, are you going to take off this game and then go right back tomorrow? Or should they be you know, I want to see a player forego their salary, be like we're giving it to this cause, and I think Kyrie Irving actually did that. Yeah, he did do that. Um, you know, it, it, the, they're in positions to talk about the changes that people like us don't really have a platform to do, whether you agree with it or not. It shouldn't offend you that they're talking about what they believe in. Just like you get, it, we know who we're talking about here that gets offended by the things they're saying. Just like you call everyone snowflakes, they get offended by you being a Trump supporter or you saying all blue lives matter, all lives matter. And I'm a very, I, 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 I've never had personally, this is, you know, me being a white guy, I've never had interactions with cops that were negative just outright. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I'm sorry, uh, you're not born blue. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't want cops ever getting targeted. There's, you know, there's way more good cops and bad cops, but if good cops are watching bad cops, it's a problem. You're not born blue, it's a profession. Right. It's like, okay, Taylor, boiler lives matter, dude. Fuck Josh, me. guns, lives matter. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, d- shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. If you don't care or if you have an issue with it, just shut the fuck up. You posting a meme about it is is not changing anything. And uh, there's all these people we could tell, especially people Josh and I went to high school with that never talked about politics until 2016, you know they're just echoing what their parents tell them exactly. in most cases. Well, the other thing, too, you know, there are a lot of people out there that's, uh, yeah, you just watch the next pitch. Uh, okay. There are a lot of people out there that are going to sit there and say, well, I'm not watching. Good. You know, I know. Go it's ahead. people listen, I see. I'm not watching. Listen, you weren't watching anyway, listen, stupid. Listen, you're a spoke on the wheel. You're, yeah. You're not going to... It's not going to stop because... Oh, there you go, Nemo. Very the, nice. Yeah, so my... my yeah, yeah. are like a pitch ahead. So my whole thing is like, listen, if you say you're not going to watch, please do us all a favor and don't because I don't I don't want to hear your bullshit because I, the main argument I hear a lot is that because they should be grateful for the, for the position that they're put in. I go, you mean they're grateful for the position that they've earned? They work Shut their up. ass off to get. Shut up. There they're was- allowed to say whatever they want just because they're a little more privileged than you or I and I had an argument. Again, where it's like, well, what does privilege mean? Well, privilege means is that they're they're just a better human being than me in a certain. They're genetically field. privileged. There's like no, there's nothing wrong with that. They have more they athletically have, privileged. They have the monetary value that are that allows them to do certain things that you and I can't. And that so includes that, speaking up for what they believe in. That's a privilege. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they earned that privilege to use it and use and say whatever the fuck they want to do. They're professional athletes. They're not just athletes. They're role models for kids. They're you know they're they're role models. In community their leaders. Yeah. The, like these are people that's that have a voice for the voiceless and they lead by example. Exactly. The not good, the all good the time. One. Not all the time. Yeah. Of you know. Course. You know. Listen. You for every for every Justin Simmons, you have an Adam Pacman Jones. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean. So um, to everyone who's going to sit there and tell me that they're not going to watch, good. Do us all a favor and please there don't is watch. A- don't tell me that you're not watching because you're mad about what they're doing. 
they have every right to say yeah. and you have every right to disagree with and it. And you have every right fine. to not to listen, if you if you're but not going to watch it, you don't need to tell all of us. You but, aren't watching anyway. But you just trying to shove it down my throat that you're just trying to sit there and tell me that you're not going to watch. Yeah, you're on your high you horse. Watch too. You're the, you're Please. the same thing as any you're, social justice warrior you're you hate. Just, you're just as bad as everyone else. Just there was there's a kid that Josh and I went to high school with. Uh, he posted a meme a few weeks ago about uh how NFL ratings are at an all-time low since Kaepernick took a knee. And I, I'm like, okay, no. And I was like, and you know what? Right. I was no. like, no. I was like, I'm going to prove it just because I know this kid doesn't know what he's talking about. So I showed that the ratings were up over 7% last year. The, um, the Super Bowl was the most watched in a really long time. It was actually a very good and, Super Bowl. And the kid was like, uh, yeah, I don't really care about sports, so I don't know why you're telling me that. I was like, well, I'm just telling you that, you know, you always post about how bad the fake media is. You shared something that wasn't real, so I thought you'd want to actually, like, you know, contribute to the cause you're so behind. Well, you know, sports just really aren't that important, and they shouldn't be talking about it. I don't watch them anyway. I'm like, the, why do you care what the ratings are? Yeah. Because you have nothing else going on in your life because you're a recovering addict that blew all his chances and now you hide behind Christianity. Sorry, dude. And yeah. I have nothing against Christians, but I have, I have something against Christians that do it like that. And we've circled back to, you know, and, people who hide behind and, religion. And I circle back to please, Asteroid, hit us on November 2nd, That's 2020. Alright, want to wrap this up? I'd be sure. Alright, this is episode 116 of You Watch, I Listen. Uh, my movie pick for this week was What What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, my album pick for Dan was Led Zeppelin's Into the Outdoor. And my, I just, I can't even think. I can't even think right now. Uh, I gave you power a Power trip. trip album. I can't remember what it was right now. Jesus fucking Christ. Locomotive Kurt. <laughs> I love Locomotive Kurt, dude. Dude, listen to this kid fucking spit fire. You better play 50 Tyson next week, you motherfucker. Racial equality, dude. Yeah, racial equality, dude. Locomotive Kurt. I need to get to the chorus at least. The beat's kind of hot. Yeah. Take, take, take a picture. We got, we got, we got the Gucci interior. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Taylor, dude. Swagger. Every time we leave the club, we always have to pull a girl off of us. Excuse me, um, get off. Choo-choo. It's locomotive Kurt. It's locomotive Kurt. It's locomotive Kurt. Learn locomotive Kurt. Fucking Cardi, <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert, Kodak Black, all these other fucking garbage MCs. 